This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Adam and Eve. Spring is in the air, but is it in your step? Is it in your bed? If you're interested in better sex starting now, go to adamandeve.com. They've got toys, lingerie, accessories, everything you need to level up your pleasure checks. And right now, Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, plus free shipping, which includes rush processing. That's discreet shipping, plus 100% free shipping with rush processing on your entire order. Doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy, all will be packaged and sent discreetly free and fast. So just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Just enter offer code PAWPAW at checkout. That's PAWPAW, P-A-W-P-A-W at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code PAWPAW to get your discount, 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Code P-A-W-P-A-W. Goodbye, sweeties. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. Nice. Mm -hmm. I'm your Dungeon Master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, Surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin, a tall glass of nipple nectar. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Do you not remember that inside joke from last time? Oh, Oh, you might have been busy doing math. (laughs) I was was the milkman last episode. Ah, yes, 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 yes. You were juggling... Uh, pirates who were fighting your own men. Yes, 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 were, yes. Yeah. yeah, there were like four battles going on, so Lots forgive me. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Caldwell Tanner. Oh, Beverly Togold the Fifth, the sad lad whose dad's gone mad. It's <laughs> I like your dad's legitimate look now. concern. Yeah. But yes, it's a good look. Your dad's insane. Uh huh. Mine's dead, so. Yeah, you Whoa. know. Upgrade. I don't know who mine Give some, is. take some. Hey, but you guys all have Balnor, so That's y'all right. have a y'all That's have very a dad. true. That's true. You got a dad in me. <laughs> You're more of a peer relationship to me, Balnor. <laughs> yeah, I got to be honest. I can't put you in a father figure role, Balnor, given what happened with the sucky buy. <laughs> I, I, I understand. Yeah. I would really love to see who you would consider a father figure, Moonshine. Because, like, you're so maternal and you, you surround yourself with such maternal figures. But, like, for you to, like, shine through the darkness and identify a dad, that's yeah. going to be a big day. Yeah, it's going to be a real mind fuck. <laughs> Is there any Don't other... Don't touch your nipples when you say that. <laughs> Is there any other D&D podcast that opens the show with in-character therapy sessions, <laughs> <laughs> then does the recap, then gets into it? I don't think so. And that's why ours is the best. Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, let's do a little recap. So last week, you hatched a plan to rescue Queen Cirilla from the chosen soldiers who were searching for her in the castle, working off some info given to you from Terith, the ghost Eladrin girl. Your plan was to grab Cirilla, then escape through a transporter located in the old queen's quarters. You then snuck into the old court castle, killed a few guards, and hid in the basement. Moonshine scouted ahead and found a staircase to the upstairs while Hard One distracted the guards by offering them a cask of milk. (laughs) (laughs) Come, brothers. (laughs) The goddess has blessed us. From the teat of the goddess herself. (laughs) 
Uh, meanwhile, Bev, Bev Sr., and Balnor were able to sneak in and grab Cirilla. All hell broke loose when Hard One was finally caught in his lie, but he was able to use the Horn of Valhalla to call forward ghost pirates to cause a distraction. Uh, you guys all then killed a bunch of foot soldiers on your path to the transporter and quite impressively also killed a few angels. Finally, with birds. Birds, sure. Birds. Finally, with chosen bird angels breaking down the door, you made it to the old queen's private quarters with Cirilla in tow and escaped through the transporter to where exactly? We don't know yet. Uh, Tell us, we're falling. But that's where we are now. So you guys spend one full week um, just in another realm. Just did, we jump, did we jump into a prison gem? Yes, you guys are all caught by Akarat. This was uh, his plot. That's he, a pretty good is the ghost Aladrin girl. That is a huge twist. <laughs> to just drop at the top like yeah, that. Yeah, I did a good job. It's like weird um, top drop. This is good DMing from me. <laughs> um, so you guys have just jumped through the transporter, uh, and you appear outdoors in autumn. Ooh. Yeah. How the, oh, how the colors? How the trees? Did we land in a big old pile of leaves? There actually aren't leaves around you. Let me describe the scene. Huh. So a brisk breeze hits you. You're surrounded by giant trees filled with leaves of deep reds, yellows, and rich browns. You'll see the occasional leaf fall from a tree and gently feather its way to the ground. It is sunset here. You see the sun in the distance half vanish beneath the horizon. Uh, with the cover of the trees, the sunset gives the thick forest a creep beautiful orange glow. Uh, you've appeared on this transporter and see that you're in a small gazebo in a little garden of sunflowers. Uh, there is a short natural fence of what looks like uh, tree roots that surround the garden. Uh, there is a bench here, a small table with two chairs, a wine decanter, and two glasses. Uh, you notice that the leaves, as they fall, seem to avoid this garden, uh, but leaves cover the ground outside the garden. Um, it looks like the old queen designed this garden so that she could sit and look at autumn uh, while still kind of maintaining summer. Like, this is her own kind of personal place. Mm, like sure. an opera box. <laughs> well, first off... <laughs> Y'all, it's hoodie weather, so get out your hoodies. Oh, very oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is, it's it's funny because as I was writing this and everything, this feels like so seasonal and cozy and autumn, mm-hmm. but we could not be further from this. So everyone yeah. just embrace Halloween vibes right now. Uh, everyone just take a moment oh, yeah. and embrace it. I smell the burning leaf piles. Yes. Beverly pulls out a big bag of mellow cream pumpkins that he's Ooh. been saving. Moonshine goes to the nearest Walgreens and starts making impulse purchases <laughs> of decorative pumpkins. Ooh, look at that tiny little skeleton, man. <laughs> Moonshine is gone this for 10 days. She is killed by the hounds. <laughs> Um, So you guys actually see, um, as you uh, appear in the transporter, uh, you guys take a second to take in your surroundings. Uh, You see the little Aladrin girl appears with you guys. Hey, Tareth. Oh, Tareth. And you see she, um, she doesn't appear through the transporter. She appears like with the bow. Moonshine's holding the bow right now, I believe. Yeah. Ah. Um, so she appears like with the bow and you see she has like a little ghost version of her bow and she looks super excited and she's like jumping up and down. Uh, she starts, she like looks out into the open air. She's super excited. Uh, you see she runs, jumps over the uh, little natural fence and she begins playing with the leaves and you see that she's able to like interact with them. You see that the leaves are actually like going up. 
Can uh, I throw something small at her like a bean and see if it <laughs> if it jumps off her? I want to see hands moonshine a bean. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if it's like hey, my if bean. it's a, a property <laughs> of the material here or if it's a property of her now that she's here. So I'm just gonna um, you throw pelt a, her with a lentil. You you throw a, a dried out lentil, I guess. Or, yeah. Yeah, How just, much damage does she take? Uh, she's going to take 10 oh, DAs. It was right in her ear. Uh, you throw a little bean at her, and you see that it does hit her. Um, and, and she uh, just like looks shocked for a second. She turns around. She looks at you. Um, but then she smiles, and she gives thumbs up. She's super excited. I also blame Papa. Papa, get out the lint. Not very nice. You know, Papa tries to explain it. Like He really goes in on you that he's going to sue you for... <laughs> How, uh, oh shit! That was me. This young fella is he's litigious. He's explaining to you that it's libel. <laughs> oh my goodness! How big are the leaf piles? Um, pretty big. I'm gonna do a jump. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beverly jumps out and starts playing the leaf in the leaf piles uh, with Tareth. I'm so curious why Tareth can. I'm, I want to go touch her. I should have done this before. I pelted her with a bean. Just I want to see if I can touch her. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we've had a, like a, she's been giving me thumbs up. So yeah, I'll, we, I'll go. we brought the bow into the into the real world mm-hmm. or into yeah. the into the real Fey world. She runs over and hugs you, and you oh. feel her curse is lifted. You feel that there's something. Um, she doesn't quite feel totally, you know, human or eladrin. She doesn't. It's not exactly corporeal, but you feel a little something there. There's like there's a some substance. It's almost like an air elemental or something. You feel like concentrated resistance. air resistance. Gave her a little viscosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and suddenly you guys see another Aladrin ghost appears. Huh. Um she looks to be in her late teens. A pelter with a bee. <laughs> <laughs> she catches it very oh, quickly. I was joking. Right away. Anyways. She winks at you. Oh, John, that's that's dinner by the way. So just Save a couple. Easy on the beans, all right? <laughs> uh, you see, um, uh, Togold, uh, Beverly Togold Sr. is just eating hard beans. Yeah, those are dry. Oh, it's good. Those are hard beans. No, this is good. <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> uh, uh, you see that this uh, other Aladdin ghost girl, um, she's wearing an almost identical outfit to the little girl, tight pants with a loose tunic, uh, and she's got a big bow on her back. It looks like a bigger version of the one that the little girl has. Um. Uh, the little girl looks so excited. <gasps> Dareth, is this your big sister? Uh, she nods and she rushes over and hugs her. The older girl picks her up and starts spinning her around. I pretend I'm not crying. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, pretend I'm not handing you a handkerchief. <laughs> Thanks, I have a stuffy nose. <laughs> what do y'all think about green fall. teen ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> um, Starting a ghost chapter, ghost chapter? of the green teens. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think you definitely should. Okay. Uh, Balnor is <laughs> fully crying. <laughs> uh, Bev's dad's just uh, looking at them, being like, yeah, just normal Faye Wild stuff, you know? <laughs> uh, ghost reuniting. Chew with your mouth closed, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> just eating, crunching on beans so hard. It's definitely chipping some teeth. Uh, oh. And you see the um, the teenage Aladrin ghost uh, walks over to you guys. And. Um, you see her mouth doesn't move, but she begins speaking to you hmm. in oh. your minds. Oh. Um, That's convenient. Uh, welcome. Probably should ask permission, but okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say thank you for it's helping, okay. helping of my course. sister. Absolutely. We report spores all the time. Yeah, we report so spores we're, we're all pretty the invasive. Time. I don't know what that is, but I'll assume it's something like this. Yeah, it's like this, but with mushrooms instead of oh, that sounds whatever fun. you're... Are you using mushrooms? I don't smell the stink. Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm actually supposed to kind of return to the land. I'm supposed to be at peace, but I was waiting for my sister. Oh. 
Uh, and you nice. see uh, Tareth comes up and like hugs her leg. Ain't that nice? Family is important. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It really There's nothing is. more important than family. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, it's I'm also a... the family that you make. Yeah, I was just the family say... you choose. <laughs> <laughs> it's the family you choose. Yeah. Family you choose. Blood yeah. family's cool too, though. Yeah, well, you know, but yeah, who even knows who their dad is? Everyone's your family if you think about it. I doubt so true. So true. That. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you see um, Balnor kind of like looks afraid over at the uh, transporter and he goes, uh, Gang, are we worried at all that these guys are going to start coming through or the hounds are going to show up at some point? That is a oh. valid concern. Um, yep. Tarith and her sister. Um, My name's Tabitha. Tarith and Tabitha. Listen to cute. that. Ain't that cute? I bet cute. y'all were popular at school. <laughs> are y'all safe? Oh, Do you want to come with us? Can are, you be hurt by something called the hounds? Have you heard lore of the hounds? I have heard of Queen Ezra's hounds. Yeah. I, I You helped my sister, so I owe you a favor. Uh, you see she gets down. Uh, she kneels before you guys. Oh, we're doing this. Oh. Great. We're... Guys, we're running low on beans. You can ask <laughs> yeah, her for anything. I could, Maybe I, could, I could give you beans, or I can I can buy you some time if somebody's after you. Hmm, time yeah. or beans. I don't want to put you in danger, though. Oh, I'm I'm a ghost. I'll be okay. Okay. Yeah, if you're going to be okay, then yeah, why don't you and Tareth really go to town? Uh, you see Tareth looks like super pumped. Uh, she pulls up her little bow, and mm-hmm. she like aims it at the transporter, and she gives you guys like an affirmative nod. Yeah, that's we, what's up. Do you, want to, do you want me to help you set up some like Home Alone-style pranks for when they come through? I I think Tareth will be able to handle that. Okay, all right. I'll, <laughs> I'll give her some of my blueprints. <laughs> do you want us to do something with this short bow, by the way? We're making a memorial bench out of it. I, I, if the memorial bench idea isn't uh, the number one, if we just wanted like an alternate idea in case the memorial bench isn't what we're doing. I thought Tareth really wanted the memorial bench. She begged us for the bench. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see Tareth looks looks at you like she doesn't remember what you're talking about. You like she was so just like agreeing amped. to a fun idea. Tareth, you got so amped. I literally re-listened to this episode. You got so amped about it. She looks super confused. Okay, so you guys are going to buy us a little time, shoot the hounds with the arrows. Um, we're... Where do we go? Uh, Bev Sr.? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Bev's, Bev Sr.'s just crunching on beans, and he goes, <laughs> well, we should probably get to the, uh, probably our only option here is to get to the Autumn Court, get behind their walls. That would be most helpful. Okay, which right. way? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you see, he looks around. Well, not really sure where we are. Uh, hmm. And Tabitha speaks up, and she goes, if you want to get to the... Autumn cord where the princess is. Just make sure the sunset is on your right when you walk, and you'll get there. Okay. Just keep can do. Is it's about a two-day like day hike. Is this sort of eternal day thing? Like the sun doesn't eternal change sunset, positions yes. in the eternal... Ah, now, yes. this princess, is she also a giant grizzly bear? No. Okay. What's her deal? She is half Aladrin, half Sunset Goblin. Sunset Goblin? Mm. Sounds sexy to me. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll peep that. All right. Enjoy your time with your sis. Yeah. Yeah. Have uh, some fun, you know. Try and make it fun. Uh, they they both uh, nod excitedly. Yeah, she uh, loves charades. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tareth Tareth runs up and gives you guys a hug. Goodbye. Aw. Oh, goodbye, young thing. Peace. Thank you for your help. She gives you guys peace signs and gives you guys thumbs up. And she um goes over to you, Moonshine, and she holds up her bow. Um, I and, hold up her bow. And she's and she points to you. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna make it into a memorial bench. 
uh, Tabitha goes, I think she means you, you can keep it if you'd like. Is that what you wish, Tarith? Tarith uh, nods. All right, then. We're going to scrap the memorial bench idea, I guess. <laughs> you see... Uh, uh, I'll be, I would be honored. You to... see Tarith um, looks at like her bow, sees that you have the same one, and sees that her older sister has the same one, and just gets like so little kid pumped. And yeah, just starts girls, like going around. Bring them bows in. Just starts like... Cheers! <laughs> throw you the guys, bows! You guys all cheers bows. Uh, and bow then... bitches! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, bow bitches. <laughs> bow bitches, bow problems. <laughs> um, and Bounder goes, uh, gang, we, we better get going. Yep. All right, all let's, right. Let's daddle. Bow brigade, we out. <laughs> Sweet. Um, you guys say your goodbyes to um, Tabitha and Tareth. And, uh, I sling the bow over my back. I like it. It's like a baby backpack, but as a bow. It's like diminutive in a fun way. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's cute. Oh, dang. I look cute. I look kawaii. <laughs> uh, so I would you say g- you look Sagoy, in fact. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you guys take off into the forest, uh, keeping the sunset on your right. Yeah. Uh, the woods are dense enough uh, that the sun never gets in your eyes, uh, but there's enough glow that you can see well, um, and the leaves crunch under your feet. I think oh, every I every couple steps, I'm like pointing at the leaves and being like, oh, look at that one. Oh, are, oh we, that's a good are leaf. we leaf peeping? I think we're leaf peeping. All right, I get in on the I, leaf peeping. I, I hold up my, or no, I don't have it anymore, but I tell you about my leaf peeping patch. <laughs> <laughs> what are the people who go, who um like leaf vacation? Peepers. Is it leaf is peepers. it leaf peepers? Yeah. Foliage folk. Foliage folk, right. <laughs> people who vacation to go see leaves? Tree seers. Right. Yeah. Um, you see, yeah, Bev, Bev Sr. Um, goes ahead and he's going to summon a steed. He summons like a, a, uh, like a majestic elk. I'm not going to burn. I mean, I want to, I want to do a wild shape, but I don't know what's in store. So I I look at Moonshine really excitedly. (laughs) I shrink away, uh, ashamed that I can't provide my pregnant elk. So as you guys are... Um, trotting along, keeping the uh, sunset to your right towards the autumn court. Uh, you know, based on what Tabitha says, that you guys got about a two-day hike. Uh, so you see Bev Sr. Uh, pipes up and he goes, So uh, these hounds are kind of no joke. Are we doing full court press and just running for two days and wearing ourselves out and trying to beat them there? Or do we want to take a rest and, and try to fight them? Hope that Tabitha can... Hold them off long enough that they're behind us six or, or seven hours. I don't think we want to bring this fight to the city. I don't think we want to endanger anyone like that. I think we should try and get arrested and then snuff out these sniffers. Yeah, let's snuff the sniffers. Yeah, yeah. Let's snuff the one sniffers. last stand. Yeah, agree. Alnor is so. Pumped I think about that, that I think that we need to take a rest, get some shit back. Uh, worst comes to worst, I'll do a zealot's trance if they come too quickly. I think that we need to booby trap the area and uh, do some kind of thing All like right. that. Hard one is building a lean to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm digging a hole and I'm sharpening a lot of little toothpicks. So you guys, you we're gonna fight the hounds. Bounder, gonna, what do you think? We're going to fuck up we the hounds. Fu- we got to fuck up the dang hounds. They don't know who the real hounds are. You got the little bulldog here. You're going to bark. You're going to bark. Come on. Oh, hold him back. Hold him back. Yeah, that's um, right. We're sending these hounds upstate. We're sending them to the big farm. Um, and you guys see, as you guys are walking, and you guys have made uh, the decision that you're going to try to fight these hounds, um, Balnor gets super pumped up. Um, he starts barking with hard one. He's looking around. Um, and then suddenly his eyes widen and he goes, I know where we are. We're 
We're not we're not far from my old village. Oh my goodness. Do you what? know this area? If we're gonna make a stand, we should do it there. Okay, yeah. Seems fitting, yeah. Uh, you see uh, Balnor uh, starts taking off into the woods excitedly. Lead the way. All right, yeah. Um, him. You guys um, follow Balnor uh, into the woods. At first, it just looks like this very colorful autumnal forest. Uh, you can't make heads or tails of where you're headed uh, because it's all just very bright. Uh, but then you do start to see some landmarks. You cross various streams and walk parallel to rivers. In fact, Moonshine, go ahead and give me an insight check. Oh, whoa. I got a nat one. <laughs> this is a pretty forest, Moonshine. <laughs> wow. We got to keep moving. Can't Can someone take it. a picture of me next to this pile of leaves? I'm trying to cultivate a following. <laughs> Does she, with a natural one, does she like trip into the water and notice something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do I trip, hit my head on a rock, and then have a... Uh, I'll say, I'll say uh, Bev is pretty good with like nature stuff and everything. So, Bev, you can go ahead and give me an insight All check right, cool. as well. I got a 14. Okay. So you know that you're sort of south of where like Galateron is and stuff in the um, Autumn Court or, oh. or this land that's like under the jurisdiction of the Autumn Court. Um, and you're seeing all these streams and everything. And you realize that Palnor kind of lived at the Crick. Palnor, you're a, you're a folk. You're from the good land. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I scoop some of the water and then like I pour it in his mouth. <laughs> it's just it's just like really refreshing water here. It doesn't taste like. Uh... Wait, no. What I try and do, uh, I take out a match and I try and light the crick on fire. What happens? It doesn't light on fire. Oh, it that's just... unfortunate. Oh mm. well, you know, not everyone is blessed the way that Melora <laughs> pisses in the crick is what we say. <laughs> um, so uh, Balnor continues to lead lead you guys, um, and finally uh, you see these trees with thick, thick layers of leaves that go all the way down near the base of their trunk. Uh, Balnor pushes past them. Uh, you guys swim through these branches and leaves until finally you reach a clearing. This little hidden spot. Uh, you hear streams babbling in the distance. Moonshine now. This kind of sounds like the crick. Um, you see the sun pierces through the thick leaves and creates a ray of sunshine in the clearing, uh, and Balnor stands in the middle of it. This is it. This is the place. Really? It's beautiful. Did you ever think of taking on a bunch of crick folk here, maybe starting anew or starting another? Rather, anew seems to imply. A different? You know, a different. <laughs> Balnor um, begins weeping and falls to his knees okay, and grabs you. Moon. <laughs> I would love to do that. <laughs> I think we should do that. Well, well you, I, I mean, yeah. you know. Not together, not No, like, not together. Oh, no, yeah, we broke up. Like we broke up. We broke up. Oh, God, but this was, this is a wonderful it. place to grow up. This is where... This is this is where I had my first kiss with Marianne. You see, he like walks over to like one tree next to like a little stream. Was Jonas she a nematode? Not at all. I'm the relieved. Ne- no, she was she was a halfling. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. This is where these are the you bushes. Knew- Bobby used to get in these bushes. He walks over to some um, very prickly bushes. Ooh, prickly. Yeah. Whoa. This is where I used to have um, my little halfling hole. I look into the stream and I see a big fat tuna swim by. <laughs> 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 oh, the river tuna. <laughs> you see, Balnor runs over, uh, goes down to grab one. He just plucked it right out. He plucks it um, right out. I look I look into the bushes and I see a big fat mayonnaise plant. 
<laughs> is that a mayonnaise vera? <laughs> yeah, you see, they um, it's just like a big white egg berry. It, it looks like um, it looks like a fig, but it's just full of white gunk. <laughs> uh, I pop one in my mouth. I definitely mayo pop nuts. one. Everyone, everyone have a mayo nut. Oh, this is full of calories. Wait a minute. This is a beautiful place to build your home. This is better than runner's gel. <laughs> see, Bev's dad's just popping them. The I I like kind of almost bored at this point. Point at the tree and I go like. The leaves are bread. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. This place is this place rules. The leaves are bread. Wow. Uh, goes um, pulls down. Um, makes like a uh, little like uh, Lord of the Rings style elven sandwich uh, oh. with some tuna in the middle. Lambus bread. This is the best tuna sandwich I have ever had, Balnor. It's fresh, right? Yeah, I have to be honest. I was skeptical of your love of tuna, but I'd never had a fresh sashimi tuna sandwich. <laughs> And this, Delicious. this this mayo tree, these mayo nuts, they're so, I don't know, they're so creamy and so rich and tangy. Here I thought that mayonnaise was a an emulsification of oil and egg, but all along it was its own individual entity. It's the, it's the fruit of a nut. Wow. <laughs> it's the fruit of a nut. <laughs> I tell you what, I could definitely see some cooters and pea trees getting wild in these woods. Yes, ma'am and sir. Well, first we got to... Although I do, I do enjoy them mucking up stuff for the high elves, so I'm not going <laughs> to call them off just yet. Seems like they're having a good time in, in the moment. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm going to get right into trancing. Yeah. Because I want to try and get my four hours to try and get um, a long rest. We should do some shifts, though. Um, I'll say you guys can take some time to you know, like talk a little bit and it'll count as resting okay. before you go to bed. I'm actually, I'm going to go ahead and roll uh, a D12, see how many hours Tabitha is able to kind of set them back. Gotcha. She's definitely, you know, these guys are tough. So, you know, she's not going to be able to like, just like kill these guys for yeah. you. But you can imagine like they might need to take a short rest after she shoots them a bunch mm -hmm. or she might shoot them a bunch, hide. They got to chase her, They're et cetera, et cetera. getting shot with ghost arrows, right? Yeah. That's got to count for something. Mm-hmm. Maybe they get shook. Maybe they run away. Yeah, I mean, if a ghost started, if a ghost was also shooting arrows at me, mm -hmm. I'd go back to go later on. <laughs> you guys beat up a ghost at like level five. Sure, but they didn't shoot arrows at us. True. Yeah, she, she, was, she was wily. She's, she was better poor, than you know. She's better mm -hmm. than the ghost yeah, that you guys uh, fought really at the tower. Yeah, she was really poor. she was scrappy. She <laughs> okay, she I have rolled a bow. I have rolled. Tabitha's uh, fate has been decided. Yeah. Um, you guys start setting up a little camp. Um, not much of a camp. Probably just take out your little bed rolls and stuff. And um, as you guys are kind of sitting down, um, winding down, getting ready to go to bed, you see Balnor's just like looking around. Like, uh, you know, he he looks serious and ready for the task at hand, but he's like visibly like excited. Like he's excited to be here to fucking defend it this time. But yeah, you guys are in this camp. What do you do? I guess I want to talk to my dad about like what he's been up to, like where he's been. Like I know he was in prison, right? You were captured. Are you okay? Yeah. Uh, you see, he gives like a long Balnor like thousand yard stare. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted some electroshock therapy, I could experiment with some electricity. You know what? I might take you up on that a Don't little later. Fantastic. I got I got a lightning bolt, so I can just kind of try and do <laughs> oh, a gentle good. lightning bolt yeah. on your temples. No. So uh, actually. Uh, all of these things, the Chosen coming in through the material plane and uh, King Lestiborn disappearing, Queen Cirilla 
having her heart broken and mm-hmm. all of the green teens and green knights being frozen, they all kind of tie together. So I was actually doing a bit of sneaking around the Unsealy Court, the Winter Court, to kind of find out what was going on. And um, I was able to get some information. Now, I don't know how she did it, but somehow Theala was able to brainwash King Lestiborn. See, since Galateron and the Summer Court exist in the same place, but on separate planes, she somehow must have been able to use her powers to affect him. So he didn't just ghost Cirilla right. on his own accord. Interesting, because I did have this sneaking suspicion, like, are we just involving ourselves in a breakup, mm-hmm. in a one-sided breakup? Sometimes people just need space. Yeah. yeah. Good to know it's not just drama. Yeah, no, exactly. No. It's, well, it's pretty dramatic, you know? Yeah, uh, but it, it, it's externally sort oh. of supernatural yeah. drama. Yeah, right. So... Theala obviously knows that the Green Knights escaped here during the Civil War in Galateron. She is plotting through King Lestiborn to work with the Unsealy to take over both courts and steal the Sealy army for her own. That sounds bad. Wow. Yeah. So she's really just dropped the facade altogether, like influencing people's brains, trying to take over courts. That's not righteous... In any way, I don't even understand dang, how she's pretending. You know what? You were listening in Sunday school, Beth. It appears though that she is still keeping up a facade, though, because none of the lay folk said to us, "Oh, yeah, this is Theala's doing." So, like, the lay folk still think, "Oh, there's just there's drama." Yeah, she's pulling the strings. She's being devious. That's not yeah. the way of the light. I'm sorry. It's just not. You know what? You're dang right, Bev. I'm sorry. I'm going this on is... a tear. Oh, you know what? Go on a tear, son. Tear, young and tear. Yeah. So, uh, apparently Queen Ezra, the unkind, has this alliance with the Allah, and, um, Uh. apparently the agreement is that Queen Ezra will get to run both courts in the Feywild. Whether or not the Allah plans on actually fulfilling this promise, that seems to be, uh, where we're at. Isn't there any temptation in anyone else's heart to just go straight to Queen Ezra and fuck her up? I think that eventually might be... What we need to do. Okay, but not straight. I'm saying straight. I'm like, maybe we go right now, but you're saying, no, let's take a detour, do some stuff. Well, we got the hounds to deal with. They're on yeah. our tail. That's true. That is mm-hmm. that is unavoidable. Work our That's way up every the... path that we take. But I actually, while I was sneaking around the unsealy court, I... I did find out that she keeps King Lesterborn locked away in a tower. He's he's paranoid. And okay. He is damn. So she she's like got him whipped, huh? He's yeah. Uh, do you mean like a metaphorical tower? Like he can't go out with his boys? Quite literally locked in a tower. Like locked in a tower. Like he can't. Like she's letting him eat fast food. Wow. Locked in a tower. Right. 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 right, right. Actual right. tower. Like yeah. Like she, she chooses all the TV shows. Yeah. That? Like she knows also the passcode to his phone. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And she like unfollows sure. people on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I see what you're saying. Totally. She's right. not a good girlfriend. Can't be tied down. But, you know, that <laughs> sort of macro problems, micro problems is that we've got the hounds coming after us. And I just, you know, these guys are, they're sick puppies. And uh, 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 he takes a deep breath, gets a serious look on his face. There's apparently four of, four of these guys. 
And uh, the main one, Zalik, can uh, smell magic and knows if anyone's lying. And it's very easy for him to see tricks. So anything we do to try to trick them needs to be layered. You know what I mean? Mm. Gotcha. And so on top of that, he also has this thing called a death lance. And if he knocks you out with it, you die. Huh, that's new information then. Pretty fresh information. Uh, yeah, not guy, sitting well with the he, mayonnaise. And he doesn't like tricks. Save, your, save whatever level for revivification. Oh yeah, I'm saving them all. <laughs> I will stock revivification. I will study my spells this evening. Thank you for that information. It's a good call, Bev. Okay, so traps might not work unless we layer them in specific ways. Is there some sort of decoy we could do? I was thinking we could try and hide in these leaves or make a natural cover, but that might not be enough. I think, yeah, he'll be able to smell us. Well, that's a nice thought to go to sleep with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Death Lance, huh? Death Lance, guy doesn't like jokes. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be a problem. We take ourselves pretty seriously. Yeah. Here's a tough fact, gang. We're automatically at a disadvantage because we care about each other. So just know that if they got a knife to my throat, do what you got to do. Bev takes a walk. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I got to be honest. I will I will fight for you. If I've, I will fight for you. Like, what I've got to do is fight for you. So there's no, there's no scenario where I let you get killed. I will get killed before you get killed. Bev is like a yard away stomping on leaves, <laughs> having trouble processing any of this. Hard one is sound asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping really well and deeply. Yep. Snoring just a little bit. Uh, Bev walks back up. We just got you back. And even if that's a weakness, we'll work through it. We've done it before. The chinks in our armor lead right to our heart, and there's nothing stronger than that, okay? No, you're, you're right, Bev. I'm, I'm just saying they're going to try to use us against each other. Do they have any sort of, like, a mental mirage sort of... Uh... I haven't, I've only heard rumors. They've got a mage with them. They've hmm. got a drider with them who's like a half drow, half spider. And they've got a champion guy who's just very strong. Well, I got to be honest. If they're going to try to, like, trying to use us against each other, like, I'm not, there's no smart decision where I let them kill you. Like, there's, that's just not an option. That would be betraying who we are to an extent that we're just not willing to do. There's no strategy to, like, betraying who we are. See, that's not a move. Bev Senior nods. I'm just saying, you know, if they go to kill me, it's like I'm 85 years old. You know, you're 16, 15. All right, I'm just gonna... 16th birthday yet, bud? I didn't. It's coming up. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to give it to you straight. None of us is going to do Martha Togold dirty like that. True, mom's waiting for you. Yeah, appreciate that. And I, so. I, I was in your room one time, and I saw some of her, her special nudie mags, and they did have a lot of silver foxes in them. <laughs> what? And it was a weird day for me, and yes. I didn't tell you about your mom's it. But like nudie mags, <laughs> everyone's <laughs> tired. Listen, <laughs> you were on a big business trip. <laughs> Out of town. Oh, and oh, I think she was lonely. Oh, and I was pee. 11 and I didn't know what to do sweet about it. <laughs> but I don't think you have anything to worry about with mom. <laughs> All right. 
I I gently remove myself from this conversation. <laughs> yeah, you guys all get ready to go to bed. Um, and you see uh, Bev Senior mm-hmm. uh, walks over to you, Bev, and he goes, um, "Hey, kiddo. So, um, hopefully, when this is all over, maybe since uh, time is different here, yeah, maybe, maybe you guys just uh, relax and we can hang out for like a month or something." I'd like that. I'd like it too. We've got a lot of catching up to do, honestly. Yeah. You, you more than me, but I don't know. We've had quite a month. I've had quite a 25 years. Ugh. Do you want to start now? Yeah. Uh, so you guys stay up a little bit. You guys trade stories um, before falling asleep next to each other, father and son. Um, Balnor... Uh, sleeps, uh, puts his like bedroll near where his like old little house was, uh, and goes to sleep. Uh, hard one's been asleep for hours at this point. <laughs> and, um, Moonshine, you do your trance. Uh, so while I'm in my trance, I need to commune with Melora, mm-hmm. her indifferent self, um, and say, Hey, girl, I know that you are busy. I know that your calendar is marked the fuck up, but. I need your help right now. I need some insight. All I need is just a little bit of guidance. Maybe I'll like make a circle around myself with some of this like nice water out here. Okay. So you you do know that Melora exists on the she kind of like wanders the material plane almost. Um so mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's near here, but it's not quite the Fey Wild. Um but go ahead and roll a religion check. Nine. So with a nine, you're not going to get anything super specific, uh, but you do see a um, brisk breeze um, blows through, and um, you see uh, laying on the ground like near Balnor. Ba- we'll say Balnor's been carrying Queen Cirilla. We haven't talked about her much. Uh, she was probably on Bev Senior's mount uh, as you guys were traveling. Um, you see brisk wind goes through her hair as she's on the ground there. Okay, I had actually a very specific question, but Melora, you know, thank you for your <laughs> guidance. Thank you for uh, stepping in. Um, but that does bring up a question I was going to ask to. I was going. I'll just ask my questions to the group. Um, yeah. yeah. So you guys, you guys all wake up. You guys have gotten your six, eight hours of sleep. Uh, I have to say something that I think is like I feel a little bit bad about saying, which is that I'm much more concerned with protecting y'all than i am with protecting queen zorilla oh sure there's a hierarchy mm. yeah we're on point with that no long worries. die the queen <laughs> <laughs> i know that it's not right i know that's not right to say that but i just yeah. don't know enough about her court politics i don't know i'm not ingrained in her world i can't well, say well you do know based on uh what has been conveyed to you is that if they get queen zorilla or if somebody bad puts on that crown then uh, essentially, all the frozen, the, all the, all of them become evil. Essentially, yeah. Can I put on the throne, the crown? You could. Then you'd be bound to the Fey Wild, but you could potentially. I do don't that. want that future, but it's hey, interesting. Politics is a hell of a drug. <laughs> um, Moonshine, yeah, I understand that we're the priority, but if if Cirilla goes down, if if she dies, then all of the Green Knights go with her. Well, it sounds like it's her crown is actually the bigger liability. Yeah. It sounds like if they don't care if she's dead, they just want her crown. So I might not be as concerned about 
protecting her. Yeah. Yeah. It might be the sort of thing that like it would involve some sort of ritual to remove it. Or even if they killed her, it might unleash some sort of I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know if it's quite as simple as like you stab them and then you just like get a crown. Might be booby trapped, you know. Might Um, have some sort of curse. I poke her head really, really (laughs) lightly. Just to see Um, if she's awake. You see her crown is fully like part of her head. Okay. Okay. Now I just sort of like jab her shoulder. Really it's less of a crown and more still of a little sleeping. Yeah. Hey, hey, I, I think she's she's good. She, I think she's out. But hard okay. one. I think it's less of a crown and more of a body mod. Actually, got it. Got yeah, it, got it's it, like it, a big piercing it. up in there. Just kind of hoping that she would wake up. <laughs> <laughs> she she awakens with a start. She's never heard. Something oh wait, so loud. we didn't try all kissing her. Yeah. <laughs> Queen Cirilla, do I, I have your permission to try to kiss you to wake you up? Just silence blink. is not consent. Moonshine. <laughs> I don't think she I, she did not reciprocate my feelings. Yeah, you see um Bev senior goes as uh a knight of the summer court, I feel extremely uncomfortable with using her as bait. <laughs> I would prefer yeah. to like build something to like defend her in or something like, a like that. Wait, what's yeah. a trellis? I think a trellis might be like a. Catapult. What if we use entangle like, plus nature's wrath to make her like a cocoon? A cocoon's a good idea. Okay. Cool, uh, Balnor. This is your home. Did Will you? It- uh, where did Bobby used to hide when <laughs> when it was time for uh-huh. him to come home? <laughs> Not to bring up any memories. Oh yeah. Gives a thousand yard stare. Balnor, tell me a little bit. Tell me a little something. I want you to do something painful, but it's going to pay off. It's well, going to help us. These, uh, he walks over um, near where he told you his like old uh, little halfling house was. It's near this uh, one tree, and there's some. There's a little set of pricker bushes near it. And he goes like, "These suckers are nasty. I used to try to cut the thorns off them bad boys, but uh, you know they always grew back." You gotta have roses. You gotta have thorns, okay. Balnor. All right, uh, I'm gonna try and speak to these pricker bushes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, your casting approach. Spe- mm-hmm. I, yeah, I wanna, I wanna like um, regard them very reverentially, mm-hmm. um, and just be like, um, oh, great pricker bushes of this beautiful uh, streamside property. I have heard <laughs> lore of your pricks. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> a little respect around here. <laughs> and you are surrounded by, you know, leaping tuna and bread trees and mayo nuts and yet I only have eyes for you and I need you mm. and you'll pledge yourself to me absolutely <laughs> Moon, I, get down on, I get down on one knee <laughs> bends the knee to a pricker bush <laughs> yes oh great pricker bush I bend the knee to in service of you so that you might extend to me just a little bit of your ability. We serve noble kings and queens. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Shout out to the two crew, but I'm going to go with the 14, so 16. You see the bushes begin to move, and uh, these little thorny branches pop out almost like little tentacles. The pricks are growing. <laughs> 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 Actually, what I need you to do is I need to bequeath you the most valuable thing on my person right now, and I need you to defend it. Ooh, and I am a powerful bush. Yes. <laughs> I need you are the safe behind which I want to store my most precious gems. Mm. Many a pair of pants has been snagged upon you. 
<laughs> you see Balnor looks super nervous around this bush. We sure we want to do the... We sure we want to trust this bush, gang? <laughs> oh, I trust this bush. Trust the bush. <laughs> uh, you see uh, it extends uh, branches out to you, and you see the thorns fall off those branches. It's a good sign. In thick we... I mean, in prick we trust. <laughs> um, and I put Cirilla on its little tentacles. You place Cirilla in these branches and you see they wrap around her as if to hold her and then almost like like a, a giant spider like spinning a web around something they start to um, grow like roots around Cirilla and put her in like a little cocoon and then you see the leaves of the bush like grow around her and then a few other bushes sprout up um, I get onto both knees and I kiss the ground from whence the roots grow. A few leaves from the bush come out and um, I guess kiss you as much as a bush can kiss someone. Yeah, I still yeah. have a little tongue. Little tongue. <laughs> the, We're going into you, battle. Little tongue. You, ma- you make out with this bush. <laughs> <laughs> I, turned, I turned to bed. Damn, Moonshine is cleaning up on this adventure. <laughs> Her lips look really red now. <laughs> That is poison ivy. Hard one that is absolutely poison ivy. Swollen, infected lips. God damn, that's hot. (laughs) You see Bev Sr. looks at this and he goes, well, yeah, yeah, at the very least, uh, they'll certainly get tripped up trying to get to her. We'll we'll hear them coming if they're trying to grab her first. We can buffer it further. Yeah, I could cast Nature's Wrath to kind of create an extra barrier. You guys see she's under like a bunch of bushes right now. Unless these guys can come in, incinerate these bushes, and grab her and run without you guys doing anything, she seems kind of safe. Yeah. Hey, okay. let's. This is bush, we... bush on bush on bush. Let's yeah. just lay in wait and see if these guys come. It's true. Come this, to her this first. Bush... Should we go in the trees right above? Yeah, let's I go. Like that. Okay, yeah. so you guys want to climb up a tree? Not yet. Before okay. we do that, I, I turn to my dad uh, and I ask him if he will adorn me in the traditional green knight armor and face paint. <laughs> I've been wearing like the green, uh, I've been wearing green teen armor up till oh. now. I've been wearing the junior green knight. I'm asking him to like confirm me fully as a full green knight in this moment. Uh, wow, it's been a long time since I've done the ceremony, but yeah, Bev, I think you've, I think you've earned it at this point. We can do the abbreviated version. Yeah. I talked to Alanis, and she spoke very highly of you. Oh it's like the pretty much the best parent-teacher conference you've ever had, wow. son. Did I get yeah. all, all S's, all satisfactory? You got all satisfactory. You got S pluses, S pluses. Yeah. I blush. <laughs> you bend the knee in front of your dad. Uh, Less impressive than a bush, but you know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, and your dad takes his sword. He holds it aloft. Uh, you see it shines with green energy. He places it on your left shoulder. He does it on the other shoulder. Um, and then he touches it to your head and you get like a little uh, crown of leaves and branches around you. Um, and it forms your green knight armor. I will Damn. shelter the light and protect the ways of Dang, the ancients. Dang, you look good. Yeah. I, like I love it. Yeah. Pretty floral, yeah. Papa is sketching that a portrait. That on your forehead is is really low, too. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah good for, it's good for the skin. Yeah. The yeah. light's good for the skin. Right up. Yeah. The crown just hides all the acne up there. It's yeah. great. <laughs> Can I take Bev Sr. aside? Yeah. I just want to take Bev Sr. aside and be like, uh-huh. Bev Sr., I'm going to say something that might come across a little sassy. Sure. But the way you were talking earlier, okay. it sounded like you had a death wish. And I just want to impress upon you that you have a son 
who still needs you for longer and a wife who is counting on on having a nice little retirement with you. So, you know, I know that a hero's death can be very romantic, but you got people who need you. And sometimes the most heroic thing to do is to live on for those people. You're going to die an old woman warm in her bed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You see Moonshine, Bev Sr. nods, and he goes, She's got me worried about my friends, that's all. I, I understand that. But you guys are still young, and I just want to make sure my son doesn't do anything crazy. I know. I know you're coming from the right place. These people, these unsealy, they're nasty, Moonshine. And you see, she do, he does it away from Bev, but he lifts up his um, armor, and you see, like, scars all over his body, like, deep slash wounds and stuff. And he goes, I've seen what happens in war. I've been captured by them. I've lived a long life. I know, but you just still have more to live is what I'm trying to say. And it's very important to me to get you back to Martha Togold and keep you in Bev's life. He just really missed you. You see, he nods. I know that these may seem like childish needs in a time of, you know, epic. Oh, there's nothing. There's nothing childish about about any of this. Okay. Just want to make sure that your head was in the right place. You know, he uh, kind of turns his head and looks at you, Moonshine. Kind of thought that uh, you and the other guy were goofballs when you first showed up at my house with my uh, son's broken walking stick. But uh, Hard one's juggling eggs. <laughs> Bev goes up to the hard one and says, How's my ass looking? <laughs> Lump rump. You ain't no chump. I think it's all the mayo nuts. <laughs> Bev Sr. looks over. We play a quick game of grab ass. <laughs> I, aba- I abandon the conversation and join in on grab ass. <laughs> and then come back to Bev Sr. Sorry, what were you saying? I was just going to say that uh, you're just about the best uh, scout masters uh, a dad could hope for his son. Very, very nice, and I hope to live up to what you just said. I think you already have. Wow. All right, bring it in here. I trust. Okay, I just needed to check in with you. Had to have a little pre-battle check-in. Gives, it, be- gives you a hug. Okay. Howdy, Nadpoles. Caldwell here. I'm recording this ad literally hours before going to the airport on a trip to visit some family in New York. And if you're wondering, no, I have not packed my bags yet. Packing stresses me the hell out because I have to do wardrobe math about how many shirts and pants and underwear to bring. And uh, let me tell you, folks, I always get it wrong and I always pack too much. That being said, there is one thing that always goes into my suitcase without a second thought, and that is my Raycon Everyday Earbuds. Raycon offers amazing audio quality at half the price of other premium audio brands. And Raycon's optimized gel tips are designed to fit comfortably in your ears and actually stay there. Which is good because it means I can go on a jog and not worry about them falling out and getting sucked into a sewer grate. Although I guess that's probably how the Ninja Turtles get their earbuds, so if some mutant creature living in the sewer happens to get them, I guess that wouldn't be too bad. But thanks to Raycon, it's not something I ever even need to concern myself with. 
So if you're also going on a trip soon and are looking to bring along the perfect pair of earbuds, go to buyraycon.com slash today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That is right, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash One more time, that's buyraycon.com slash All right, thanks for listening and have a great trip. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore. And you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Let's get our braids on. Let's get our paint on. All right. Let's climb some trees. All right, so Scale yeah, so some bark. are you guys all going up in the same tree or different trees? But I'm wondering if we should like have one tree with all the magic folks in it, and then two pincer trees with Balnor and. I Hard was thinking one. since you know Featherfall and Hardwon has the ring of Featherfall that I could con- that we could go up super high. Oh, good idea. That way, mm-hmm. and then just Featherfall down. Like I could go on Hardwon's back while he Featherfalls. That sounds great. Let's and you do that. could have someone go on your back while you feather fall. Yeah, I think I could support Belnor with a feather fall. I'll say probably if you're going to be carrying someone your own weight, I'll say if you have like the bag of holding, you can carry somebody down with feather okay. fall. You can carry two people down with feather fall if you. Belnor, could I take the bag? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just this once. I had a lot of um, milestone fatherhood moments here and i i feel like this is another one <laughs> it's heavy how do you carry this thing uh, i know right it can get up to 15 pounds uh, so really um, you'd be surprised how tired your shoulders get after a whole day actually i've got a, a new strategy uh and i i look to the two halflings and i say three halves let's oh, get up in this yeah. tree <laughs> Ooh. three halves uh, make a hole you guys you guys all scramble up into so are you guys so here's what i'll say so drow have like sunlight sensitivity um oh. so if they're in direct sunlight they're they have like disadvantage but i will just say for all of like the rules lawyers and stuff at home since it is eternally sunset here the sun's never going to get directly in their eyes or anything but what so we're if not, someone we're not casts daylight that. the daylight spell mm-hmm. that would affect them if you were to cast that what is that is that like a 60 foot orb or something like that mm-hmm. okay that's a good orb. that could that could fuck them up possibly okay. great solid orb um, but they could also just like avoid it. But it might be a good way to like defend Queen Cirilla. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all Fae, right? Yes. Okay. So are you I'm guys, you guys are in two separate trees, halflings yeah. in one yeah. tree and the rest of you in the other? Mm-hmm. Two yeah. Two three halves. Okay. So these trees are like abnormally tall. So if you guys wanted to go like 50 feet up in the tree, you could do that. Okay. Yeah. I okay. think we could still get some like good momentum from 50. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. Yeah. 
we'll do 50. And then I'm keeping an ear out. And the second I hear what I think could be them, mm -hmm. or the second I see anything, um, I'm going to go into fungal form. Cool. I'd also like to hold a reaction to activate my sword. Got it. Using okay. the whetstone. I'd like to do some pull-ups on the branch. <laughs> yeah. And whisper across to Balnor. Just like, get a pump on. Gotta get him. Get a pump. The bulldog. The little bulldog. I'm backpacking on you like a weighted vest. The real ounce. The real ounce. Dog pound. The real ounce. The dog pound. Balnor. Look at how big the mayo nuts are up here. Oh, they're huge. Just like big coconut-sized mayo nuts. <laughs> this is all normal. Just Balnor is a crick elf, essentially. I love this. He's got all this place. weird shit. You see nanorflies start to <gasps> buzz by. What? I catch a couple. You catch a couple. Are they glowy nanorflies? <laughs> Uh, yes, they sell you guys out. Do they you glow with the sunset? Yeah, they're Ooh. like orange nanorflies, yeah. Oh. They're more like orange flies, I guess. Oh. <laughs> they're cutie Laura. flies. They're cutie flies. Laura. Okay. <laughs> Give me them cutie flies. <laughs> All right. So, All right. you guys wait. Game phase. Uh, I'm going to start doing some rolls. Okay. So, you guys wait. You guys are up in these trees. You guys have asked the pricker bushes below to protect Queen Cirilla. She has been uh, cocooned by roots and is under these bushes. You guys wait for a bit. You guys wait for hours. Several hours. You guys have now been up there, I'll say, five hours up in this tree. Maybe that tweenage ghost killed everybody. I think so. Very Let's likely. Just head to Autumn Court, I guess. Mm. Um, can I do like an investigation to make sure that like there's not someone sneaking up Invisibly or like sure go ahead and do well you wouldn't be able to tell that no like can infrared. we do like a survival or nature to like try and listen for yeah yeah you guys can do perception checks if you'd like 21 Ooh, 20 20 these fey uh, these hunters these sniffers they're evil right would my evil sense detect them my divine sense you do get a a waft of a little bit of evil stank. Ooh. What's the direction of that waft? It's like a serrano pepper. Waft from the west, waft from the east. Where am I getting that waft? It's not quite as like direct as you can like pinpoint, but like they're they're on you, and you kind of don't know where. Uh, I kind of report spores to let everyone know that they just like, I guess, heads on a swivel. They are imminent. All right, our fungal form. Or, or they're here already. They might be here they already. They may be like waiting for us to make a move. Let's fucking wait for them to make a move then. Okay, are you fungal forming or no? Yeah, I fungal form, yeah. How long does fungal form last? An hour. Okay, okay. Hmm. So you guys see, uh, you guys are all up in these trees. Bev gets the little hint of evil. Signals to you guys, uh, or report sports, you guys can talk. And after a little bit, you see a toad begins hopping out into like the little clearing area. Kill from it. where? I shoot it with my Kill bow. It. Uh, from the from the woods. Uh, I mean, I I uh, I'm gonna be straight. I can't bring myself to just like bow and arrow or toad. Yeah, that could be a bullywug's a ancestor. Exactly. Or it could be like, yeah, the ancestor of one of my first boyfriends. Well, shit, I'm gonna have to do it. <laughs> Hard one, the beast killer. <laughs> uh, Although, would this blow, this might be to lure us out. Mm. They may have Here's, just sent this fucking toad to try and get us to attack it. I have my javelin fully cocked, ready to throw, and I, I'll, I hesitate. Um, it could also be just like a sentry or a scout. If what if? I could try and move like to another tree farther away, shoot from there. They'll think that we're up there, and then we could, you guys could still get a surprise. You Tarzan yourself. 
Also, do we have any more? Do we have any more lentils? We have some poison berries that we. Do stole you guys from... see the toad begins to bounce towards the bush with Cyril in it. Oh, okay. I, we gotta we gotta All stop right. it. We gotta do something about that. Yeah. What do you guys do? Uh, oh, do we have any jars that we could trap the toad in? <laughs> We're we're so high up in the tree. Uh, mine is kind of like a nanorfly luxury apartment at no, this point. True. So. Yeah, it's toad hops into the I bushes. I throw my javelin. Right, at yep. it. You throw your javelin. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and make an attack roll. Twenty three. Okay, so as he's throwing the javelin in tandem, I'd like to cast daylight on the bush. Yeah, you better not just be making me kill a frog. <laughs> okay, hard one. You see, javelin goes down hits this toad, you see as you hit it, it turns into this little like monkey demon thing uh, and you kill it. It's, it's just like ah! and it spazzes out and dies. Um, moonshine uh, casts daylight on the bush. <sighs> Whole area lights up with light, with unnatural sunlight. Lasts for an hour, baby. So light radiates from this bush 30 feet on each side. So, hard one, you just killed this toad that turned out to be a demon. I killed the demon, not a toad. You you killed a... Okay. Okay. That, uh, you, that killed was a, a, you killed a little frog? I wouldn't have thrown the, the javelin if I had known it was a, if I had known it was a demon. You, you, saw, you saw it was a demon. I was just frog hunting. What did you do to that frog? You transformed it into something wicked. I saved the queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we're keeping our eyes peeled. Should we descend yet or should we keep waiting? They, they obviously know we're here now. That we've thrown a javelin. I mean, I want them to fight, so let's just give Draw it. Them out. Let's give it another couple minutes. See what they do. Should we try and like put out any lures? Should we like respond with a toad of our own? <laughs> do you have one? Like <laughs> like minor illusion something. Yeah. Like any that. uh any tree toads? Any tree frogs? We could just throw down there. <laughs> Go ahead and do a search for it. Uh... Yep, toad search. I got a. What do I add to it? Nature. <laughs> Nature? Uh, just toad. Perception. <laughs> Persuasion. Uh, Survival. Perception or nature. 20. Yeah, you find like a squirrel. A chipper monk. Uh, I don't really feel good just throwing a chipper monk down there. I no. do it. I, <laughs> okay, I pass. Hard, hard one throws a chipper monk down the tree after throwing a javelin. Our position is well known at this point. Mm-hmm. Let's just go down. So, hard one. Uh, you've just thrown this javelin. You've just thrown this chipper monk. Um, all of a sudden, you feel like you're having a heart attack. You're like, <gasps> go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw. Jesus. Let he who cast the first squirrel. Yeah. I guess I'll use a luck point. Okay. I had advantage on that saving throw, and I rolled two twos. Ooh, shout out. Shout out. Strong start. 17. Not going to do it. Hard Ooh. one. You take... 33 damage from the harm spell, uh, and your max HP goes down by that much. So you cannot be healed by that until you are cured of your disease. Your heart keeps stopping. It's like fucking terrifying. Did you say disease? Yeah. Then I cast Lesser Restoration. Cool. Oh, nice. Um, hard one. Your uh, disease is cured, um, but you do still take this 33 damage. Got it. Uh, everybody roll initiative. 10. 10. 23. 15. Moonshine, you are up. That is your turn. You have not, you guys can Didn't kind of- did everyone ass- get a surprise round though before it, we go into initiative? Uh, like, you, I used my lesser You just lesser did lesser restoration. restoration. Yeah. Okay. So now it's your turn. But you don't see anybody. You just know that hard one just got hurt. And you don't know that they know where you are. You know that hard one threw the javelin and you put the daylight up, but a javelin has a much more obvious trajectory than a spell Hard does. one, I think our cover's blown. You cool to jump down there? 
Uh, yeah, let's do it. I don't right. want to have another heart attack. I uh, shoved hard one, and we leap <laughs> oh, down to the daylight. If Moonshine's going to shove me, I want to uh, amend my answer, so say that one more time. Yeah, hard one uncovers bone. I think we should jump down. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I shove him so that we feather fall down. You guys both feather fall down. I'll say with like 50 feet. I'll let you guys do some bullshit uh, with the ring of feather fall, and you guys don't take any damage. You guys land on the ground. You land in the daylight. Uh, Moonshine, there's nobody there. We circle up. Yeah, circle up. You guys circle back up. You, back. like, hold the reaction? Seems smart. Yeah. That is um, Hard One's turn. I guess I'm I'm going to hold the reaction as well. Okay. But we're going to start sort of, like, circling back You guys back. are circling That's going to just look cool. That's okay. good flavor for us. Uh-huh. They're intimidated, for sure. That is the Hound's turn. Rut-row. They Don't all hit me, also Queen held. Cirilla. I'm Queen Cirilla. <laughs> Carla, uh, play along. She's Queen Cirilla. <laughs> Act like you really want to defend me. <laughs> on their I will turn, defend her with my life. On their turn, I'll say Moonshine and Hard One, go ahead and give me perception checks. Okay. 12. Uh, 20. Hard One, with a 20, you catch this um, spider woman, this half drow, half spider. Uh, she wears silver scale mail and a silver band to hold back her hair. Uh, she's got white hair and blue skin. Uh, her lower half is a thick spider torso. Her top half looks like a drow elf. You see she's got uh, two swords, um, but right now she um, pops out behind a tree and casts darkness. Um, over the area. Oh, the well, maybe I can cast Dispel Magic as she's doing it. Is that what you would like to do? Mayhaps, mayhaps. Yeah, have my Dispel Magic cool. all. Um, so you cast Dispel Magic. You undo the darkness. Um, yeah, bitch. Daylight beats the darkness, bitch. And I'm going to smash her in the Cirilla. face. I'm going to smash her with my hammer. She's far away. Then I pick up my javelin that's in the circle, and I'm going to throw it at her. Okay, you're going to use... Okay, I'm going to say she has half cover, uh, so go ahead and make a javelin throw there. Cool. Shout out to the three Cree. <laughs> uh, you see the three Creed. Yeah. Uh, javelin flies out, um, hits a tree, and she whoosh, skitters back. Uh, go ahead and give me another perception check, guys. Okay. Ooh, twenty-one. Um, hard one. Twenty-one as well. You see a a buff drow elf. He's like an athletic drow. Uh, he's got uh, his long hair up in a bun and flowing down on the sides. He wears a black cloak over chainmail, and he's got a scimitar in one hand and a whip in the other. Um, but he holds his hands up, and he's going to cast darkness on this area. Y'all suck. Keep the spell alive. Keep it going. I throw the body of a toad at him. <laughs> uh, so the darkness uh, takes over, and I'll say with the darkness and the sunlight, they're just canceled out, and it's just back to how it looked. Mm. <sighs> well, it was a good idea. Made them burn some spell slots, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, someone tells me they got tons. And then um, suddenly, hard one, um, you are stabbed in the back by an invisible lance. Mm. Why wouldn't I be? <laughs> 21 damage on the first hit. Takes a second attack. Uh, misses on the second attack, even with the advantage of being invisible. Great. Misses on the third attack. Awesome. I clench my ass really, really tight. <laughs> and I trap the lance in there so he can't remove it. <laughs> the Assman's Gambit. Perfect. He won't stab me again. 
you'll have to fight me like a man because your lance is in my ass. (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) claptrap. And then you guys see a um, mage in like a black robe with like red trimming comes out um, and is going to call, or is going to lightning bolt, not call lightning. Um, Hard one, go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. I am rolling so bad. Bev, we need you down here so that we can get your things. But don't, I, I shout that at a tree that Bev's not in. Oh, I'm going to use, <laughs> I guess I'm going to use Indomitable, where okay. I get to so re-roll a saving throw. Great. Good call. I still don't think I'm going to get uh, it. 14. I just want to say y'all are, uh, even if y'all win, this is some pretty unimpressive fighting. <laughs> y'all seem like cowards. This is not something that I would that the bards at the taverns would write poetry about. Yeah, this is uh, this is sneaky. This is bush league. Yeah, this is like trashy. <laughs> Y'all are drow trash. I'm not trying to learn anything from what you're doing. You take doing. 24 damage. I'm looking hurt. Hmm. That is Bev's turn. Oh, thank God. Uh, can we say during the five hours that we were up in the tree that I cast aid on uh, Balnor and myself and uh, How long does it last for? Eight hours. Sure, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so we all just have f- ex- five extra HP. Okay. Um, okay, so yeah, I'm going to cast Featherfall uh, on myself. I'm going to put them in my magic sack, uh, and I'm going to jump down almost like a Mary Poppins with a big bag instead of an umbrella. Mm. Sweet. Uh, and I'm just kind of going with my hand extended, ready to touch hands, uh, hard one. Sweet. Uh, uh, do you have, um, is Featherfall a bonus action spell? I think it's a full on action. Then you can't do lay hands. Wait, oh no. Um, let me double check. You can just jump out and take five D6 of damage. You're 50 feet up. You can use your, half your movement, I think, to climb. So you can just climb down and do it. I'll let you just climb down and jump down. If okay. you want to just use your movement yeah, to do that. Yeah, I should do that. Sweet. I'll catch Bev too, so it doesn't yeah. hit the ground. <laughs> you jump down, uh, hard one catches you. Um, you can go ahead and heal hard one. Uh, how much you need? Uh, is you know whatever. Can I give I'm, you like thirty? That'd be great. All right, I'll save some for like jump starts, but yeah, you great, get thirty. Yeah. Pick pick the lance from my ass, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's in there, good. <laughs> uh, so I'm I s- am Queen Cirilla's little brother. Oh yeah, thank you. As me, Queen Cirilla, and my crown. <laughs> I motion to uh, <laughs> my I, straw hat. You just hear some whispering and drow. Is that her? Is that her? No, stop. She's lying. Um, Anyways, so- Queen Cirilla would like to invite you to have a real fight. <laughs> so as you, um, I'll say as you heal hard one, Bev Senior and Balnor roll out of the bag um, and they look up at you hard one. They go, which way were, were they? It was directly behind me, but there's a friggin' spider over there and a scrawny weird looking drow guy over there. We'll go after the scrawny guy. Uh, Balnor. I can't imagine they have great HP considering how much they hide. <laughs> Balnor and Bev Senior are going to go and do perception checks. Bunch of lurkies. Yeah. Shoot them. Bev Senior finds um, one of the guys, uh, finds the mage. You see, he goes, oh, you goofball trying to hide. Are you casting spells from your little tree, huh? Uh, runs over, grabs him out from behind a tree, and um, him and Balnor start taking fucking wax at him. Yeah, yeah. bitch. Take that. You shouldn't see? have pissed off our dads. <laughs> That's how you fucking fight a real fight. <laughs> Told our fucking dads on you, man. 
<laughs> I called oh my, my dad. Yeah, you hear you hear a uh, whisper from the uh, invisible guy. Oh, you're gonna call your little dads on us, are you? Yeah, my dads can beat up you and yeah. your dads. Call your yeah. dad. Let's get oh all our dads God. in here. Uh, I don't dad? think their dads will show up because if I were your dad, I wouldn't be too proud of you. What? Don't say that. You don't know my dad. <laughs> your dad is a daddy long legs. <laughs> <laughs> What? No, that's my girlfriend. Using all those long legs to walk out on you. <laughs> so Bev's dad uh, is going to take two swings. Hits both times. This dude does not have a lot of armor. This is the mage. This is the mage that they're going after. It's my dad using his dad strats. Um, he does uh, 22 damage on the first attack. Oh, uh, daddle master. Slash oh, into yeah. this one guy. Uh, he looks uh, starts to look pretty messed up. Uh, takes a second attack. Uh, does another 21 damage. This guy is right fucked up. Oh, hell yeah. That's my dad. Uh, Jesus. Okay, and then um, Balnor's going to take two swings. Crits. Yo! Do it for Bobby, Balnor. Bow you wow. Just hear, you just hear Balnor go, ah! and full-on decapitates this mage. The end. Yeah. No. Is the mage the one that gave me the heart attack? You hear a whisper from the invisible one. No, that was me, and I liked it, I, and I'd do it again. I fart on his lance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I could smell that stuff. Yeah. I have a very sensitive nose. You know, we have a little saying back in Galateron. You mess with the dads, you end up dead. You goof yeah. a ghost. That's right. You don't goof a ghost or a god or anybody, right? <laughs> you goof a god, Everyone you become a ghost. goofing around. I just want to point out to y'all cowards what happened to your brethren. <laughs> he was the weakest. That's what you get for slinking. Don't be a bunch of slinky sallies. Can't slink. The invisible guy whispers in your ear, I'm kind of the leader of the band. We have like a rotating lineup. He's not an original. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. You're the leader? You're the front man? Oh, yeah. Well, your chemistry can't be good if you're rotating in and out. What, are you like some sort of like John Mayer and you just have like a bunch of people that back you up? You have, yeah. to, be, you have to be a singing drummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? Just keep the beat and sing. Uh, Moonshine, that's your turn. You think you're a Rob Thomas? You're not. Holy shit. Wait, the mage is dead. Yeah. Um, this dude appears behind oh, you guys. Great. Ah, Can he take him. an opportunity attack? Um, he doesn't take an opportunity attack because he was just right there. This is um, this is Zalek. This is um, the dude. He's got like blackened leather armor. You see he's got a uh, two rapiers at his side, um, but he's got this lance, this like... Um, pole with uh, like a knife on the end of it. It's got like black smoke and you see little faces in it, like like almost like captured souls. Um, and he's got this um, red band uh, around his eyes. Uh, and he suddenly appears after the mage is dead. Mm. I forgot that Hell that's, a, that's yes. a concentration spell. Hey buddy, we see you. I guess that wouldn't, you wouldn't know what that's yeah, like though. Uh, that's Moonshine's turn. I would like to cast Blight on him. Okay, what does that so do? So he's got to do uh, a constitution saving throw. Got it. 16. He saves. Okay. Okay, well, he still takes half. Okay. So. What is blight? Is that like a rash? A boil? It's kind of like a... You see, yeah, you see Zalek sniffs the air. Mm, blight incoming. <laughs> Don't say it like yeah, that. Yeah, blight incoming. Blight you... me. Blight me, mommy. Do you 33. Do sort of like... I but he takes half of that. Okay. And then I so spores him for 12. Oh, yeah. you got so I blight him and poison him. Blight them, poison them, dine them, <laughs> chop them, and then I just want to, I just want to, uh, what do you call? I want, just want to dress them down. <laughs> mm. oh, yeah. Dress me down. Is it like pop punk? Is that what it is? 
your band? Me? I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah, oh, wait. yeah you're like Scream a, you're, you're just straight up Brendan Yuri. All of your yeah. bandmates straight up left you, bud. Uh, that is Hard One's turn. Um, I guess I'm gonna, oh, you know what? I'm gonna whisper into my Queen's Hammer. Oh, Ooh. changed the name, updated it. Yes, yes Love thank it. you to somebody on Patreon, Twitter, or Reddit. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna say, Gemma, baby, you up? <laughs> uh, suddenly, uh, the three kings appear, uh, and Coldane looks sleepy. Ugh, got the gold from Gemma Angel? What? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> You're in it again, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this guy's in a band. Rise and shine. Oh, hate music. Hate I bands. I love that these guys think that you would call them for anything other than trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying, like you call me for, you say hot tub, then you want to fight someone in hot tub. I thought that maybe we'd just hang out one time. <laughs> Tell you what, you help me kill this motherfucker, and we will definitely just chill in a hot tub. All right. <laughs> I've got some very expensive elven wine you can imbibe. Oh, I like that. Uh, uh, so I'm gonna swing the hammer at. Oh, um, uh, that's an action. To oh, call, got it. Uh, to All right, call cool. the daddies. Then mm. can I use my action surge to then do two at two attacks? You may. Yes. yes. There you go. Shit. Uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Uh, that hits. You know what, guys? I got fucked up by goofs because I wanted the invisible guy to be able to whisper to you guys, thus establishing that he's close to you. Mm -hmm. So I kind of got goofed here because yeah. he could have just attacked you and pieced. Whoa! So yeah. you tried to I, goof. I tried to goof. You never what goof it's like. the boofs. <laughs> you goof a boob, you end up... A band of foobs. <laughs> 16 damage, okay. but then I add... Oh, then he's... Uh, how does the... How do my little kings, king friends work? Uh, they'll attack on his turn. Got it. Nat 20. Yo! Yeah. That is worth all the saves you missed. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling so sorry for myself. I was getting stressed. I was in a deep, dark hole of depression. Your, your butt unclenches. Pretty stressed. 44 damage. Yeah. yeah. You, you see he still looks like very confident and he's doing all these like daredevil dodges and then you just smash him like right in the gut with his hammer and he goes, oh. Oh shit, is that a title track of yours? Yeah. <laughs> hit me, hit me harder. How'd that smell? Good. I bet you're a nightmare today. <laughs> I bet you know a lot about wine. I bet all the 17-year-old girls you date. Uh, I smell, I smell a fine Aladrin vintage. Uh, that is their turn. Uh, Zalik yells out, Drista, Ilix, get out here. Whip me, Ilix, whip me. Uh, and you see- uh, Oh, you're a sick fuck. <laughs> you see, it's Elix. like that, huh? Uh, Elix, uh, the big buff dude, um, runs out. All right, boss, I'm coming for you, daddy. Uh, runs out. Um, he's going to swing he's some his... some kind of like little voodoo doll or something? No, he's he's um, like a big, strong, hard one drow with a man bun. Um, and uh -oh. wait, I do respect You kind of got to respect it. Who um, looks better? Uh, they're both hot in a different oh, way. Oh, you got your hellish rebuke. It's uh, sort of a yeah. I'm gonna tie it up. <laughs> yeah. who, who do you have a preference for, Loki or Thor? That's kind of the question. Oh, that's a tough. Okay. Oh, cool. So he's gonna I'm take two Thor. two swings with his long sword on hard one. Focus your fire. Um, shout out to the two crew on the first swing from Elix. Hits on the second one. Um, so do my do my guys attack him? He does enter. Yes. Uh, so he's got to do a wisdom saving throw. He fails. So go That's ahead such roll. a nice combination that you call the spirit guardians and then action surge. Yeah. I mm. like that a lot. Go ahead and roll a 3d8. Dope, dude. And they just he's just going to take this damage because he failed. 
Thank he's, you. He's my... looking beefy, though. Thank you, Kings. 21. 21. Great. You know, Gemma's out there saying you guys have open thing. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. doing her thing. I'm doing mine. Right. I met this girl named Tris last week. <laughs> uh, Elix uh, stabs you. <laughs> Ow. Uh, he is going to do scimitar. Doesn't do two. Oh, actually, it does do a lot of damage. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Did Zalik getting whipped do something? Uh, you'll see in a oh, second. Oh, boy. His name is Zalik? Yeah. I just hate saying that word. Mm. I know. It just uh, falls get, out of my mouth like a bunch of grapes. You get hit uh, for 17 <laughs> damage, um, and then you see uh, uh, Elix does indeed whip Zalik in the back. Yes! Whip me again! Whip me again! Hey, guys, save this for after the fight. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Zalik is going to, um, he's going to make a wisdom saving throw. He does pass his wisdom saving throw, but he'll take half damage. Go ahead and roll your 3d8 because he started his turn there. Cool. You know, most bands just have like fireworks at their show. The whipping thing is weird. No, it's like our thing. Well, yeah, I have to say it's a, it's a bit engaging. It's the most interesting thing you've done so far. Much more interesting than when you Are you, you meta-commenting on the style <laughs> oh, of this fight? No, I'm sorry. I wasn't actually. Oh, I was trying, okay, trying to be mean to them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 11. You can be mean to my NPCs. Uh, 11? 11. Uh, so half of that. Cool. Okay, cool. five. I guess I just prefer like a burlesque performance or something if we're really getting down to it. Uh, That's true. You if see... you're going to break out the whip, at, like, at least get some tassels in there. Uh, Zalik is going to attack with advantage because he was just whipped. Oh, because he's a good, he's a dirty yeah. little boy. So a dirty daddy. <laughs> Ew. It, it, uh, he hits with uh, his death I'm, lance. I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to tie my hair up and use yeah. my hellish rebuke okay. here. Nice. 29 damage. Um, go he... ahead and do Hellish Rebuke. Uh, what is that? Uh, I think it's a Wisdom Saving Throw. Or Dex Saving Throw, I think. He rolls an at one no matter what, so it doesn't matter. Um, so he'll take the 2d10 damage. Cool. Did he hit with a Death Lance? Uh, yes. Is that like if he... How does that he work? He has to knock you out to kill yeah. you. All right, cool. So it's not like you have to pass a check every time you get hit with it. It's only six damage. Six damage, okay. Oh, so if he knocks me out with the Death Lance, I'm dead. Correct. Damn. Okay. But I like, should... I can still revivify, though. Sure. Okay. Um... Okay, uh, he, he's gonna make a second attack. Um, if he wants. That's a 23 to hit. He hits 24 damage. Oh my god. And then he makes one last attack. Ugh. 25 to hit. Well, if he does more than seven, I'm gonna be dead. Okay. Tides are shifting. You guys see Zalik. Dabs hard one through the chest with his death lance. Uh, and you see <gasps> all of the life drains from hard one surefoot. You see the ghosts dispel in the king's hammer as hard one drops the hammer. You see all of the blood drain out of his face. Uh, hard one, do you have any last words as you? Your band sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hard one dies, and he pulls the lance out of his chest and tosses him aside. You are not getting an encore. That is Drizda's turn. Uh, you see this spider um, last. <laughs> Your friend's dead. Uh, and uh, uses her little uh, spider legs uh, to like climb across the trees and everything and go get over to you guys, and uh, she'll take some attacks on... Um, Beverly. Uh, misses on the first attack. 
Misses on the second attack. And misses on the third attack. You see, she's um, she's you're straight up Lord of the Rings. She's stabbing down at you, and you're Just like rolling. ducking back, uh, rolling out of the way. Um, probably somewhat horrified uh, and inspired that a uh, hard one. Hard one died. Hard one's dead right now. Yeah, I'm focusing on that, but I do have a big roll up newspaper, and I'm like whacking her with it. Okay, um, that is Bev's turn. All right, cool. Zalek is still next to Hard one, right? Zalek is still next to Hard one. Just you, you, you've just seen Zalek mm-hmm. stab Hard one to the chest. All of the life drain from Hard one, mm-hmm. and then he tosses him off. Okay, so here's and what he I want. Licks the blade of Hard one's blood. Oh, gross. Glad I Yummy. wasn't allowed to see that. How's his blood taste? Tastes like sliders. You sicko. And I hate sliders. Ah, oh, you're just pressing all our dank buttons. Okay, I uh, am going to just do the biggest disengage possible. I'm going to take every opportunity attack that I can. Uh, I'm activating my Gibby boots and just bolting towards hard one so that I can defend his body uh, as I attack Zalek. Sweet. Okay. Um. So Drista gets an opportunity attack, but she misses. Okay. Um. So yeah, go ahead and you can make an attack. That's uh, 19? 19 hits. Woo. All right, good. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I feel like there's no reason to hold back on smites, right, y'all? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that this is the guy that we need to kill the most just because he, unless we want to just burn all our revivifies. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do a second level smite real Kay. quick here, if y'all don't mind. All right, it's 22 damage on the first hit. Okay. Uh, he still looks pretty good, but he's not like at full health. Like Elix is at full health. Elix looks good. Thanks, man. Hey. I just feel like, you know, like you could be using that whip for a lot of fun stuff. Like you could start your own little circus. This is fun. Whip me, Elix. Just like, I don't know, you could be doing like cool little rope tricks. There's a lot of opportunities that don't involve beating up your friend. (laughs) That's a natural 20. Yeah. See, that's why I was like, you need to attack. Uh Uh-huh. I am absolutely going to do a smite. I am upset. Not only did I see Hard One get killed, I saw him killed in a way that involved fell magics and just bad stuff, and I don't approve. Yeah, you see Balnor is is doing the, like, slow motion hobbits getting pulled away as Gandalf's dying. (gasps) (laughs) Let me take a moment. Uh, It's gonna be a second level smite, Okay, so that's Six, that'll with a with the crit it'll be sixty it'll be six plus it'll be eight d eights eight d eights and then plus, plus your yeah, right. modifier once I think what happens is like flowers start blooming on my crown uh, but they weep blood <laughs> and I say I don't know what your problem is but that is my scoutmaster and I need you to watch this. Ooh, hell yeah. Flowers Ooh. bloom on my dead body, too. Also, nice to say, watch this after you yeah. crit, you know, because <laughs> it's what, like pressure's off. Hey, you know what we've learned? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's 40 damage. This dude's looking right fucked up. You see, he was like, he's getting all these like kind of flesh wounds from the whips and everything. Be like, yeah, I love pain. And then you just like <laughs> stab him right on the ribs. He goes, oh, too much, too much. <laughs> yeah, if you know that a real pain fan would have loved that. I did love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spectrum, you know? It's like the, the pepper chart. Is this too much for banana, you? Banana, banana. <laughs> that is Balnor and Bev Sr.'s turn. You see the two halfling dads are just like, no, hard one, uh, and run forward at Zalek. Defend uh, your surrogate son. Get away from my son, you sick son of a bee. Oh, yeah, dads versus daddies. Um, Balnor hits on both attacks. Uh, Palnor does 16 damage. This dude looks right fucked up. 
You've killed so many important people to me, you son of a bee. Uh, then Bev's dad goes. Bev's dad rolls a nat one. He misses big time. It's okay, um, dad. Does hit on the second attack. 15 damage. This dude looks insanely hurt, but he is still alive. Uh, Moonshine, that is your turn. Um, you see Zalik looks frazzled now um and he looks at you moonshot and he goes look things are these are tough for you they're tough for me right now i'll call the rest of them off one of your allies are dead you're about to get your ass kicked by queen cirilla (laughs) (laughs) um but then actually what i want to do is i want to cast heat metal on his death lance to Mm. ideally cause him to drop it and then use my bonus action to go in a rage and like jump on it to try and wrestle it away from him very good I will let, if you do heat metal, he drops it. You don't even need to wrestle it away from him. Okay. I'll let you grab it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I want to steal. Heat metal. Okay. Yeah. So he needs to do um, a saving throw, right? If he's holding or wearing the object, um, and t- he'll take damage from it for okay. to begin with, um, no matter what. But if he, um, he has to succeed a constitution saving throw or drop the object. But even if he doesn't drop the object, he'll have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of my next turn. So, okay. So he takes a little damage. He could just die. He's from gonna take heat damage, and I'm also gonna <laughs> spore. He passes him. his saving throw, but. Okay. He's going to take 11 damage. Okay. And then I'm going to spores him for 12. So he takes 23 damage. Moonshine, finish him. Okay, so I'm going to take Hard One's hand and, like, let his dead hand start attacking him. But then I'm also going to call Balnor over and be like, Balnor, curb stomp. I toss the the bag to Balnor. Balnor takes the bag. Uh, he walks up to Zalik. I fill it with pennies. And Zalik goes, no, 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 we don't need to do this. Look, you still got, uh, you haven't even attacked Drista. You haven't even attacked Elix. One of your companions is dead. And he's like, you're damn right. One of our companions is dead. And you killed him. You killed my surrogate son. You killed my boy, Bobby. And you ruined my village. But you're not going to get away with it this time. Um, and he uses a sword. He cuts off one of Zalik's arms. And Zalik goes, oh, oh, oh. You can't do that! You can't do that! Cuts off his other arm, uh, and then Balnor grabs him, uh, and he holds his face close to his face, and he goes, takes 10 minutes to suffocate in the bag. (laughs) Yeah! 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 You think you'll bleed out first? Uh, And then he just shoves him in the bag and ties it up. Oh, yes! I whispered to Hard One's dead body. I wish you could see this right now. You'd be so proud. And uh, Zalik fucking dies, but these other two guys are here. Um, and those guys are sick fucks. And you see um, when Balnor brutally kills um, Zalik, uh, Elix and Drizda are like, ooh, this guy's cool, yeah. Balnor right. just turned into Nicolas Cage from Mandy, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that is Hard One's turn. Uh, death save. Death save? Oh, I thought it was automatically He's dead. dead. Oh. Hard one. You are in this strange in-between world. Like, the Fey Wild right now looks like an oil painting. Like, it's gray and white, and you can vaguely see what's going on, but it's all blurry. And you hear a bunch of voices in the distance. You hear the voice of Gemma in the distance going, Hard one. It's not your time yet. Hard one. Hard one. We'll be together, but not now. Gemma. You hear another voice calling to you. Son, join me in the halls of Isgard. And from somewhere else, you hear dissonant whispers, but amongst them, you recognize the voice of the widow. We can get out together. We can get out together. Mother. 
hard one. Uh, you're hearing these from all directions. It sounds like your dad and your mom are in separate places and Gemma's in a separate place. You're being pulled in all directions. One light is trying to take you to like Moradin, one's trying to take you to Cord. You keep flashing from the Feywild plane to somewhere that looks like uh, the Autumn Court, but it's all like dead trees and it's all dark and it's all like desolate. And uh, yeah, you hear your mother being like, we can get out of this place together. That is- Ooh, what a bad dream. <laughs> Elix, Elix and Drizda's turn. Um, they're going to take swings at uh, Beverly because he just had this great showing. Um, so Elix uh, is going to just take... I'm your new band leader. He's going to take uh, a couple attacks. <laughs> Come hit me. It only makes me stronger. <laughs> Whip me. <laughs> Whip me, daddy. <laughs> what? No. Oh, how old are you? <laughs> no, you liked it when you... Hey, yeah, I saw him. You doing it. I Beth, saw... what are you doing? What are you talking to this adult about? <laughs> Don't talk to strangers. Just kill them. No, it's part of the... It's, it's intimidation, Dad. It's intimidation. <laughs> uh, 17 damage on the first hit. Okay. Uh, takes a second attack. Hits on the second attack. 17 damage on the second attack. Uh, and then is going to whip Drizda. I'm going to whip you on your little spider ass. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, my <laughs> uh, How many eggs fall out? Like... So many. <laughs> Uh, she takes, you see, they're taking like a little bit damage when they get whipped. Balnor, those are not mayo nuts. Uh, that is. Balnor's busy. He's got a, a body just kicking. In a yeah, bag. just wriggling. Uh, yeah. That's Drizda's turn. She's going to take uh, three attacks on Bev. Misses wow. on the first attack. Crits on the second Neat. attack. Oh. 21 damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see, she slashes you and then like bites at you with her <laughs> spider pincers. You messed uh, up my crown. Yeah, you got a stupid little crown, kid. No, this is the new look for the band. Mm, no. We're all wearing this now. You're not in the band. We're kind of doing a 60s thing now. We do now. need a singer. Are you a singer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we could be like the darkness. <laughs> uh, she, she does hit on the, on the third attack. I don't hate that. She hits for 11 yeah, damage. Yeah, I would definitely pay to see that. Um, that is back around to um, Bev. Uh, okay, so I think what I do is I, like, I prepare Revivify. Uh, I take one of the components, um, and I guess I swallow it. I've never done this before. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It uh, fills you with magic energy, and you feel powerful enough to cast this spell now. I rub my hands like a defibrillator. Yeah. And then I do the strongest, most powerful touch hands I've ever done. What? Touch <laughs> So. Yeah, brother. Guys, our... Um, our resurrection rules are that you have to reroll your death saves uh, to come right. back to life. So hard one um, to not die forever needs to roll it. So hard one, let me set the scene for you. So you are being pulled in three separate directions. You feel your mother in this like alternate dimension. Uh, you feel Gemma and your dad calling you from two separate places. And then you suddenly hear in the distance, touch hands. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll your first death save with advantage. And you don't get Bev's plus four. You're cool. just in like mm, another world. I got a 15. Okay, that's oh, but one. I, I, well, I have roll the scene in is, case you crit. Yeah. 60. Okay, so you pass your first one. Go for number two. Oh, okay. All at once, wow. Yeah. 18. 18, that's two. Yeah. Two in the positive column. Five. Five, that's okay. a fail. Uh, so you just oh. got to get one more to... You got to get one more to get up. I could also use a luck point. 
Or you could use a luck point if you get a one. Right. Yeah, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. 16. Yeah! <gasps> Hard one, you can decide where you want to go. You hear oh, Beverly shit. yelling, touch hands. You hear your mother calling to you in this alternate dimension. Just to, that try, seems just to try to entice him, can we say that like I'm like leaning over him and my boobs are like in his face right now. <laughs> just trying to entice him back. My um, hands are on his nipples. Okay. And then Moonshine is leaning over. So there's a lot of play going on. I'm going to say, um, Mom, I'm coming for you someday. Dad, we got some unfinished business too. And Gemma, I love you, but I'm still a little bit of a fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Moonshine and Bev. You <gasps> hard one comes back to life. Can I do one of those um, kick up? Yeah, a kick up thing? Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, hard one kicks back up. Um, I'll that, I'm yeah, gonna, can he roll? I'm going to roll to see if I actually yeah. land them. I'm going to say with disadvantage, you're at one HP. Yep. Cool. So that's a nine. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, and a net 20. But oh, the, oh, shit. Hard, hard one uh, kicks up, uh, and then immediately, like, all the blood goes to your legs, and you just, like, fall backwards, and you're at one HP. You're just, like, catching your breath. You see- We steady him. Uh, it's his, okay, His one. cheeks get rosy again. Yeah, I was up for a second. I was up for a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you just... guys still have this crazy death spider over you and this big buff dude. Um, that, that is Bev Sr.'s turn, though. In the game. Um, he's going to Ooh. take uh, a couple swings at uh, this buff guy with the whip. Um, and he hits once for 23 damage. Fucks this guy right up. Balnor's going to take two swings. Oh, it's so good to see you again, son. Uh, he gives you a big dad smooch on the cheek. Uh, hits both times. He's going to do uh, 16 damage. Uh, Elix is still looking pretty healthy. That is Moonshine's turn. Hey. Uh, I think I'm just gonna go ahead and do a. Uh, I, guess I can look I can... at Bev's amulet too. So if you yeah. want to just fuck somebody up, okay. You totally should. Cool. I'll become a barbarian and attack the spider. Sweet. Wait, have we attacked? Oh no, we've been attacking Elix, right? Yeah. And attack Elix. Okay. Yeah, we got to get rid of that whip. Does a 28 hit? Yes, yeah. believe it or not. 21 and this bores him for 12, so 33. Jesus. Uh, yeah, you fuck him right up. Yeah, bitch. Uh, hard one, that's your turn. All right, thank God you saved some for me. Hey, the goofs are in the bag. We put the goofs away for this one. The goofs are gone. <laughs> no, ain't nothing funny about this. Uh, I, first of all, hug Bev and Moonshine oh. just for a oh. quick. Wait, I missed second. you so oh much. I feel like I, I feel Bally like Rossi. I could I could have been hugged. Uh, uh, Bally 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 I kiss Balnor on the cheek. Hey, who's in the bag? Uh, oh, <laughs> should, he opens it a little bit. You see this dude with no arms squirming in there. I punch oh, him please. in the face really quick. <laughs> oh. um, all right, so I'm going to swing my queen's hammer at Zelix, the one that we're Elix, yeah. Elix, all right. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen hits. Ooh, can't believe fucking hard one died. Uh, so you're one I'm spell component down. You're not gonna be able to do this all the time, but nope. it's uh well, got, I, I got him out this time. I guess Bev has a new collection task now. Hard one's also the best person yeah. to die with the luck points. Because mm, yeah. if things got real dire, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. 23 to, or 23 damage. Okay. Uh, Jesus. Good yeah. shit. Um, and I'm going to swing the hammer a second time. Sweet. I'll use a luck point. Okay. Burn him. Glad I did. 24? Yes. Or 25? Yes. Fuck, d is fun. Uh, 21 damage. He's super hurt. This is too stressful. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is uh, a little little too heavy for me, brother. <laughs> what yeah. do you say we uh, call it quits? Call it a tie? Yeah, this is some rich... Huh? No, we're definitely going to kill you, but I do it's need a tie. to hug my friend one more time. I go back and hug Bev and look at his amulet. <laughs> Get up in there. Thanks, kid. Go ahead and give it a smooch. Real quick, uh, where do your parents live? Because we need to know where to deliver your body. I uh, actually don't have a great relationship with them. <laughs> that I, sorry tracks. to hear that. <laughs> uh, they're going to go ahead and take attacks. Uh, Elix will take uh, two cracks at Bev. If he whips me... Will I get advantage? It's only if it's an ally. He actually misses twice, though, um, but he is going to whip Drizda. Can I, like, persuade him to whip me? <laughs> okay, that is Drizda's turn. She was just whipped, so um, they're, you know, they're into that kind of thing, so she's going to take uh, an attack I do with advantage. Respect. I feel like, you know. Yeah, don't don't kink shame them. Um, well, kink slay the, them. The thing I don't respect is that they're Is that they're killing us. people? It's yeah, not yeah, yeah. The yeah. Right, part. right. It's between right. them. It's fine. Yeah. Um, she does bring other 17 damage on the first attack. Okay. Um, and then she's taking two more attacks. Misses on the second attack. Misses on the third attack. Ooh. That is back around to Bev. Okay. Um, I'm going to look at my amulet. Okay. For, as a little bonus A. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get that addition done in a second here. But for now, uh, I guess I'm going to keep hitting Elix. Sweet. Uh, take away that whip. Okay. And say like, hey, hey, slice him off a piece of that. I could be your little cabana boy. No, no you're so young. Well, you, wanna, I, you want me to hang out in your cabin? Stop, no, this isn't cool. Invite me over no. to your private club in Washington, D.C. I uh-huh. turned to Bev's dad. Uh, you should be very what proud. What is going on? <laughs> what are you teaching him? It's my... comedy, dad. <laughs> All right. Go um, ahead and take a swing. I'm going to do a second level smite. Okay, uh, 27. Yep. Great. Okay, uh, that's going to be 25 damage. Uh, Beverly, finish him. Oh, yeah. yes. Bye, uh, Elix. Okay, I think I wait for him to try and whip me, and then I let it wrap around my sword, and I rip it out of his hands. Wait, no, that's my whip. <laughs> uh, and then I toss it to Moonshine and let her melt metal it. Uh, oh, heat metal it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I heat metal it. And then I whip him across the back with it until he dies. Oh, Jesus. Jeez. Just these horrible, open, gaping wounds of radiant light uh, that completely fill his body. You see the whip opens a wound, um, and then, yeah, radiant energy goes all through his body, and he explodes. Is that too much? Did I pass the safe word? He's dead, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you done good. Okay. Uh, Looks like you're a solo act now. <laughs> <laughs> Bev Sr. charges forward, um, hits on one attack. Uh, he does 25 damage. Uh, Drizzt is still pretty healthy, but she can't take a million attacks from all y'all. Uh, Balnor hits once uh, for nine damage. That is back up to Moonshine. Okay. Um, hard one, you need to be cured or can I keep raging? Rage. All right. I rage on her. Queen Cyril is coming to rage at y'all. Long live the queen. And I'm assuming that a 24 gonna hit? Yeah. Hit her for 21, then spores her for 12. Uh, sweet. Jesus. 33 uh, again. 33. She's, she's, Three is my lucky number. She's super messed up. Hard one, that's your turn. All right. I'm Not gonna, super messed up. Messed up. I'm gonna go try to smush this spider. Yeah. 
19. Uh, that hits. 21 damage. She's very hurt. Uh, swing it again then. Cool. I'll use my final luck point. Sweet. Why not? Yeah. Two fours in a row. Okay. Huh. Um, it happens well, so often. You it know happens what? So you often. just came back to life. Uh, <laughs> you should go easy on yourself. Yeah, I've had a long day. <laughs> uh, Drizda looks at you guys. It's been fun, guys, but I'll just have to see you all again. Um, nope. And she's going to cast Darkness. The area is covered in this um, fog of darkness. It's tough to see her. You feel her, like, dart away. You don't know how far she got, though. That is Bev's turn. Hmm. Oh, I mean, she's given off an evil sense. I can probably trace her. That's true. Okay. Um, go ahead and make, like, a perception check. Uh, 16? 16. Okay. Yeah, you see... Um, let me see how far dark. We want to track her down, right? Oh, yeah. yes. Okay. She's definitely not getting away. Yeah, this spider, you know, this spider's trying to like crawl under your printer or something like that, but I'm not going to let it. And sometimes I'll I'll put a put a cup out, slide some paper under and bring the spider outside. Not yeah. this one. This but sometimes not... the spider is just too scary to live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's only a 15-foot radius, so I'll say she was able to kind of like avoid the um opportunity attacks around her, um, mm-hmm. but you see her skittering off into the forest. She is about um, 30 feet away. I misty step to her. Sweet. You're yeah. right up next to her. Oh, wait. Shit. I'm out of second level spells. Okay, Damn it. Then you uh, can't do that. Then I guess I sprint towards her. And, okay. And like I wave my glowing sword so that everyone can see where I'm going. She's still close mm-hmm. enough though. 30 yeah, you got your yeah. yippee skippy boots. Walk. You're fast as hell. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, go ahead. Cool. Well, I do wave my sword so people know like the direction to head. Sweet. Um, like, and... a, uh, like the tour guide? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this way, folks. This way. We're headed to the library. It's a lovely library. <laughs> the glowing nanorflies are loving this. <laughs> Sunset nanoflies. Wait, what do we call them? Cutie flies. Cutie flies. Because I got little orange butts. Um, can I attack? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm going to try and spill some eggs. Go ahead. Yeah. Shout out to the two crew, except I ignited my blade. I nice. get to yes. yeah. When does that Babe, ever happen? I'm Seriously. looking to make omelets, so give me some eggs. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be good, but we'll try. Uh, 22? Yeah. All right, great. I'm definitely going to eat a spider omelet. Um, okay, that's uh, 13 damage. Okay. And Emily I'll go ahead and Divine Smite. Sweet. Cool. Uh, so 2d8s if you're doing a first level. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be 22 for my first attack. Jeez. Uh, she's quite hurt. Cool. I like, I kind of like using this whip for my smites now. <laughs> yeah. Well, the whip does less it. damage. It's so. like, yeah. Oh, it does? Yeah. All it's right. a d4. Right, but, you're, but it still makes you feel like a bad boy. Okay, what I do is I attach my sword to the end of the whip. <laughs> Okay, uh, 27. I uh, hits. Yeah, all right, great. One more smite? Yep. Yeah. One more smite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 18. Beverly, finish her. You see this, <laughs> this spider woman is like skittering away. Catch you next time. <laughs> um, I say to her, it's time you heard some real music, and I summon uh, Polaris four lieutenants, the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Picking up good vibrations. (laughs) We're gonna kill you right here. Kill, 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 kill you with blades. And we all stab her. (laughs) Great. Uh, You and Brian Wilson um, (laughs) in tandem behead her. Brian Kilson. While while Mike uh, Love looks on and gives you a thumbs up. Mike Death. (laughs) Mike Death. (laughs) Great stuff. You took advantage of Brian a little bit, but you're still cool. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so you guys, uh, Beverly chases down just like, <gasps> yippy skippy boots, like sweating, chasing down this lady, jumps up uh, onto the back of like her thick spider legs, uh, stabs her down um, with the help of the Beach Boys, of course. Um, uh, and then comes um, uh, walking back covered in blood. Who wants eggs? I, uh, I, I pantingly uh, take out a saw, a frying pan <laughs> from the bag where uh, where what's his face is Zalek. still lying, where Zalek is still lying out of it, and then I just make a little fire and quietly make some spider omelet. <laughs> As Moonshine makes a spider omelet, you see Balnor pour Zalek out of the bag. He's bled out, just this um, dead drow elf um, with no arms and uh, no eyes uh, laying there. I can help can you saw up also... his head if you want to make a little keychain like I did with my enemy. <laughs> yeah, we could shrink it. It'd be kind of a fun project. Can we project. also say that I made the yolks in the spider's uh, egg say welcome back for hard one? <laughs> I weep. Happy, yeah. Hey, happy death day, bud. Yeah, you guys all see it. You see, um, I've done it before, but not like that. Not like that. Oh. That Bal- seemed extra real. Balnor and Bev's dad um, kind of like collapse back gasp for air there's just like blood everywhere balnor looks at like his old halfling village he's like we did it this blood will enrich the soil and one day a beautiful village full of so many mayo nuts will grow here bobby's blood did not flow here this day balnor Nor shall it yeah uh, you Zalek's see blood did instead <laughs> thanks guys this was this meant a lot to me uh and you see bev senior looks at you hard one and he goes What's on the other side, bud? What's on the other side, Hard One? Um, Hard One, don't get my dad too jazzed about death. Yeah, it's nowhere you want to go. Uh, it's sort of like a grayscale oil painting. Um, I heard some voices that I wanted to... Voices? Yeah. So so they're coming from different directions. My, my old man's over there. My girlfriend's over there. Um... I was talking to my mom for for a bit. Uh, and the widow, yeah, the widow was was saying we could get out of here together. Um, it looked, the terrain kind of looked like this, except everything was dead. You see, his eyes go wide. Shadow fell, the plane of shadow. She's a lost soul. Yeah, and that's kind of my fault. Um, I pat Galad's head. And that's where we'll end our session. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, boy. We're going to save my mom. <laughs> Mommy quest. Ooh, Mommy quest. Save that soul. Someday. I go can't believe parents. her soul, not S-O-S-S-H-S. Mm. <laughs> Jesus, we got a lot to discuss on the I show. Know. Short rest is gonna have to be kind of like a therapy session for yeah, me today. I feel that like was... that. I like that gave me like an ulcer. Mm-hmm. I'm glad because you guys weren't verbalizing it as much, and I was a little nervous. I was like, did we just take all the stakes away with uh, the resurrection spells? And no, Murph, when you no. Ha- when we have a big like, you were made it very clear that this was gonna be a hard fight, and when that happens, I just get quiet and focused <laughs> and stressed. Yeah. Everyone's just like hard one's dead okay uh-huh time to get serious i, I knew someone was gonna die so oh, like that no. wasn't like that wasn't a surprise but it was still very very stressful well i was sure it was gonna be bev senior oh uh, that was like equally stressful this is all good fodder for the short rest there you go. Yeah.
would say. All right, guys. Uh, Matt, head on, you're giving me gray hairs. Head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Uh, listen to us talk on the short rest. Don't sing yet. Uh, I'm picking up good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for more uh, Beach Boys theories. Uh, guys, uh, we got some things to plug. Watch Hot Date on Netflix. Me and Emily's sketch show. Uh, you can also buy our book. It's called Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Emergency Contacts. Available on um, Amazon and on Audible. Caldwell, what do you got to plug? Um, uh, watch Dropout. I got a show on there. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, call, uh, Jake, what do you got? <laughs> Beard oil every week. Oh, baby. yeah. And the body oil. The Sister Mister is out. Brother Sister Co. I oh, use Sister Mister. You just let me know when you need another bottle. I got them at home for you. Check you know, it, out. it comes with a decent amount, so I'm doing good. Hell yeah. Thank you for the review. <laughs> All right. Uh, guys, uh, follow us on Twitter at me at Caldius Caldwell, at Yaxford is Emily, at Jake Hurwitz is Jake, and tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N A D D. D-P-O-D. We are, we are the youth of the nation. We are, we are youth of the nation. I love you, mother. It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Y'all so sweet to us. Oh, yeah. Starting with Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven, and the only pebble pot who could get through the scary part of Moana without anxiety meds. Wow. J. Loma, 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker, Hard Ones, Gymspiration, always uses the free weights and is known to chuck free weights at exercise machines. Dylan B., a sword-wielding wizard surrounded by a floating army of blades at all times. It's a good thing the blades float because Dylan has cut both their arms off. Wow. Danny P., Bahumia's resident artist, painted Hard One's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage, also painted a tasteful nude of the Bullywug King. Tom P., father of the realm and serenader of sleeping babies, Tom has plus 10 to stealth when sneaking next to a cradle to cradle to admire his kin. And much admiration is called for. Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike, brewed a Feywild a IPA, and you better believe it's hoppy. Griffin SD, aka the Stranger, the Silver Dragonborn, Eldritch Knight, ex-owner of the Badger's Pint Inn and Tavern, and also the owner of the Badger's Pint Inn and Tavern. That's right, they just bought a new tavern and named it after the first one. Hell yeah! Beard Man Dan, the longest beard in all behoom you. Beard Man Dan's beard is so long, it could cocoon Cirilla Thornbush style. Scott D, the only bullywug to ever have braces, a great shame oh. to their family. Hermes W, the Bat King, just announced their bid to run for Bat President in 2020, which is weird because Hermes is already king. Spartus, a Goliath fighter with a bird familiar, bigger than hard one, and kinder to birds. <laughs> Adam R, the R-rated assassin, does most of their killing to uncensored Rage Against the Machine songs. Cassandra MHP, aka Cassandra Max HP, Cassandra has so much HP they don't die when they're hit by the Death Lance. Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Danielle so dastardly that she hid behind a tree and pretended to be the voice of his mother when Hard One died. QC, aka Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red, also fought against Elias and Red occasionally, uh, because they could be quite messy and honestly not the best roommates. Manny the Mundane, accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spill to reach divinity. When you order one thing of fries and the drive-thru person 
person gives you an extra one by accident, that's Manny giving you some of his. Daniel Yu, a.k.a. Multifor, the many-faced magician. Each of Daniel's faces is more terrifying than the last, which is saying a lot because number six is a doozy. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm. Fun fact, Jordan is actually deaf but can smell music. Cool! Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, Born of the Sword, and Challenger of Bjorn. Bjorn is a big Viking dude, and Jeff kicked his ass in a bar fight. Hell yeah. Cutter W., a high elf, dandy turned crick, barkitect, just redid Glade Home Castle without anyone's permission. John S., a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom. Schubert was actually brainwashed by Theala and is now a giant religious mushroom hellbent on taking over the world. Oh, no. Ryan M., the namesake of Hard One's Ram. Hard One once had a friend at the Dwarfenage who he neglected and forgot to call after they'd made plans. Elena C., a chosen soldier so wholesome that they won't drink anything but whole milk. Andrew M., a bard with a knife fife, a fife that will kill you. Michael McD, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, will straight up mock you if you order a mocktail. That's a mocktail! Victor T. Belnor's boy, whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world, now who's going to teach him how to dance? The Landler before the Machara Ball. <laughs> Justin I is a bird so big they're often mistaken for a chosen angel. Clayton M. is claymation Dalmatian who's in prostration. Bev Dottenwell. The professional, the only lawyer to successfully beat Papa on litigation, sadly has lost every single trial since then, including their trial for cheating in their case against <laughs> Papa. Jacob C., a half-orc dark Jacob C. eats all their meals with a spork. Elena M., a high elf. That's oh, right. Yeah, Alana baby. smoked her up. Nice. Mick Pucks, the amazing codemaster who programmed our website, currently commissioned to code some dice that never roll a two. Earl and Kathleen L., a gnome couple who actually went through with the four-way with the succubi, and it was hot as hell. Yum, 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 yum. Jib G., a centaur that invented horse pants. That's four leg holes, and they're cute as hell. Corbin A, the only barber who Hard One trusts to cut his hair. Hard One has never met Corbin A, which is why his flow is so righteous. Jostrich, the jock ostrich. After getting lots of swirlies in high school, Jostrich decided to hit the gym hard, and now they only drink toilet water because they like it. PJW, a.k.a. Charo Arcadius, a tiefling warlock whose tail has a mind of its own, also has its own Tinder profile, and it has a fuck ton of matches. Daniel R. Ram Daniels, evil twin, you can always tell which ram is Daniel, because they're wearing tiny little black bands. Nicholas R., a.k.a. St. Crickless, instead of milk and cookies, St. Crick prefers if you leave out lukewarm crawfish and some crick water. That's gonna be another yum from me. Jennifer V., maker of the THC Worthers that Nana Kindleaf loves. Bet you didn't know that, kids. Destin C., winner of the new hit TV show in Chosen Ruled Galateron, So You Think You Can Prance. Devin B., the Bodega Lord. Their kingdom is open 24-7, and people have a general mistrust about their tuna. Michael L., a swashbuckling rogue who only steals your heart. Okay. Sam H., the Crick's first ever accountant. However, no one does their taxes, so Sam's stump is not that busy. Kelvin Noodles, a pasta elemental, has an angel-haired daughter and a son named Riga Tony. Oh, I like it. Sergio Salazar Solomon Zacharias de Sucuni. 
Seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin recently shed his skin, and guess what's underneath? More hot snake skin. Trele, the crayfay who loves fillets, fish, chicken, Ooh. steak, it don't matter as long as it don't have bones. Trele is on board. Aaron G, master of the banishment spell. Instead of throwing away trash, Aaron just banishes it to a pocket dimension. They still recycle, though, because, come on, they're not a monster. Eric B, the only Uber driver in all of Bohemia. Eric's Saturday nights are fucking packed. Jory S, found the pressed penny spell component that Beverly foolishly tossed away and used it to save their ailing friend. Unfortunately, their friend was a chosen angel. Good going, Bev. Alucard, a reverse Dracula. They can enter your house at will, but aren't allowed to leave until you tell them to. Luckily, <laughs> Alucard always shows up with a six-pack, so no one really minds. Baby Doc, the only doctor to ever perform their own C-section. They celebrated by smashing their entire face into a large birthday cake. Adam H., a crick elf who mixed things up by sleeping in a giant pumpkin instead of a stump. They own a throw pill that said, home is where the goo is. <laughs> Colin G, a winter Aladrin who wears shorts no matter how cold it gets outside. It may sound cool, but in Aladrin society, it's actually a crime and it's punishable by death. Ryan, Hard One's Ram, who was brutally killed by Knowles when Hard One abandoned him. Ryan tasted so good that Knowles opened a slider restaurant named Fryin' Ryan's in his honor. Fryin' Ryan's, that's canon now. Big Buck, the only donkey to ever be vindictively killed by a DM. Big Buck recently went to hell where they kicked Acker out in the mouth and ruined his perfect face. Richard F., a cow who died trying to escape from the Chosen's milk farms. They were later reborn as a penguin, which ironically is one of the few bird species that produce a milky protein-rich substance for their young. Taylor S., a.k.a. Trash the Traveler, whenever they start a journey, Trash always packs light, one bag of holding, two changes of clothing, and, of course, one washing machine dryer combo to wash said clothes. John W.G. invented the Fae Shuffle, a more stylish version of the Fae Step. It burns all your spell slots, but it's also a real showstopper, so win-win. Worth it, Troy McSee, the only ill-behaved green teen. Troy wears their badge sash as a belt, which caused Beverly to faint out of disgust on no less than three separate occasions. Cannibalistic Cthulhu, if you're ever over for lunch and Cthulhu offers you a hand pie, say no unless you like the taste of human hand meat, then go freaking nuts. Sam L., a crick nannerfly who flapped their wings and caused a hurricane in Smuggler's Bounty. They also farted, so the hurricane smells super rank. Dom R., a powerful drow hunter who can sense magic purely by taste. They are known across the Fey Wild as the Lick. Josh S., the revived cyborg version of Josh the Kobold. Robo Josh is ten times as strong as normal Josh, but is very susceptible to rust, so be sure to stock your water spells. Blitzbrig Dimitri, owner of Dwarger's Big Borger, uh, stop in now and try a milkshake in their all-new Cursed Collector's Cups. One in a thousand cups traps your mind and body in the body of an ancient worm. Caleb Storm Cup Bearer and Cord's Great Hall. Caleb is accompanied at all times by Olive Boy and Vermouth Youth, the celestial twins who supply Cord with martinis at a moment's notice. Andrew A., the new mayor of the Crick. Andrew's first move is to install a high-speed quail. If you catch it, you get free crawfish for a year. Nicholas C. has starred in every single movie ever made in Bohemia, currently playing Beric Brisden in Battle Angel Theala. And yes, there is Oscar buzz. Matt L., a chosen knight who was excommunicated after introducing their brethren to a most sinful creation, the Milkshake. Targot, owner and proprietor of Bohemia's beloved general store, Targot, where Hard One buys his Boston cream pie Yankee candles. Mike H., a former hound who, upon adopting a kitten, realized they were a cat person all along and also that didn't want to murder anyone anymore. 
Kevin S., the Glader on News Anchor who made headlines when they turned what was supposed to be a fluff piece on Theala's new infrastructure initiative into a referendum on the shortcomings of her proposed budget. Tribble, a tiny mouse warrior who uses a needle as a sword, a thimble as a helmet, a press-on nail as a shield, and a subway rat as a horse, adorable and formidable. Garrett M., a ranger who doesn't know how to track monsters but is amazing at following the latest trends. Garrett absolutely slays the Pinterest game. Matthew E., the Oprah of Trinivale, similar to Oprah, Matthew E. has their own magazine to which Jens subscribes religiously. Samuel B., a dwarven ghost who's been spending a lot of time with Gemma lately, making some power moves like saying, who's he again? Anytime Gemma mentions hard one. B money, the official currency of the Bazinga Bees, is actually the most stable currency in the Feywild. Tilford G., a wizard who created a magic skinny tea that's basically some herbs that they cast reduced person on and is considering using Onyx's Trinstagram influence to peddle it. Guardian of Light, Zach H., Bohemia's only keyblade wielder, mostly uses it to help loosen people's backyard gates that have gotten rusty from rain. Mitch D., an enlightened, drunken master water genasi named Dach Afla. Once they absolutely decimated the hounds, but it was at a game of darts. Curtis S. once competed against and beat Onyx Lumiere and Obsidian at a showcase for Moonicorn dressage. Uh. Colton B. also wields a mysterious shard that whispers into their ear, but unlike unlike Onyx, Colton's shard mostly tells them to buy Nabisco products. Barrett K., Barrett Brisden's personal milk sommelier, anyone who's tried Barrett's Barrett K.'s nipple nectar will praise its earthy musk and faint aftertaste of manure. Jens Christian T., another Trinivalian. Jens has suffered months of online abuse from Jens Lindell, who's been trying to buy the Trinstagram name Jens to the rescue for months. Gage M. has the thickest ear gauges in Bohemia. Unlike Jake, they never get infected, be- but only because of an unholy deal they made with Theala in exchange for their unflinching loyalty. Montana Monarch recently weathered the cold spell in their kingdom with a ninth level heat medal. Melanie F, a.k.a. Tia Vina Saragon, an Asimar paladin who drunkenly swore a blood oath but forgot what for. Maybe it was to a vampire? Maybe it's a literal blood oath? That would explain why they're so dizzy right now. Eat a cookie and grab some juice, Tiavana. Then let's get to the bottom of this. Ray Lee P.S., a Feywild gardener who's really fucking sick of finding royal bodies in every bush they try to weed. And finally, Aaron C., a sommelier so esteemed they can tell with just a sniff whether the moon wine came from the big moon or the small moon. And that is it for this week, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can head on over to Patreon for the short rest um patreon.com slash nadpod and we'll be back next week with another episode bye sweeties bye that was a headgum podcast <laughs>